give me some more flavor. It's the untitled podcast. Yeah. Sup, sup. Count money, count money, get money, get money, count money, suck, get money, get money, count money, count money, get money, get money, count money, suck, get money, get money, count money, count money, Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Untitled Podcast, favorite podcast, favorite podcast, aka the greatest show on earth. I am your host, Boob. You already know. Um, tapping in once again with our uh, our yearly annual um, year in review. Is it year in review or year end review? Like, is it the? I don't know. Is it I N or E N D? Oh wow, I don't know. Year in review. I feel like it's I N. Like year in yeah, review. It's in review. See, I would say year in review. You know, it could be both. Put their own spice on shit. You know, shit. We only spill it's like we spill. a sandwich. Yeah, no matter which it. way you flip it, the bread, mm-hmm. the bread come first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So if y'all don't know the sport and know the voice of one of y'all favorite co-hosts at Untitled Podcast, man, uh, Big Tip. Hi. Breathe if I'm your favorite. Yes, it is. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. I missed y'all. <laughs> It's been a minute. We ain't seen his homecoming. You survived. You know, I'm still alive. I survived Savannah State's homecoming in 2023. Mm-hmm. Yes, Praise the is. Lord, my nigga. Yeah, marked is safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is marked Bare- is safe. Barely. Yeah, oh, Lord. Because y'all niggas had me dancing at homecoming. I don't even do that. Savannah State knows how to throw a good-ass homecoming. Yeah. I didn't even go to them folks' school, but mm-hmm. we was out there in the mix. Like, we went there. Mm-hmm. Folks was hugging me and dapping yeah. me up. Y'all missed it. Boob was out there dancing. Boob is a wall nigga. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he was out there getting his jig on, you know what type of time we was on. That time. Good time. The liquor time. was drinking us. Yeah, yeah it was. Liquor had me <laughs> long time ago. Long time ago. Liquor drank me good, too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> see, that's why I'm drinking. See, everybody asked me why I drink Hennessy, because I know he ain't going to do to me. See yeah. that that was tequila. That was tequila boo. That's why I don't do that. It turned you know into what? a little Mexican. But you know what? I kind of live on the border. So mm. I like it. Oh yeah. I like it. I love mm. tequila. I have an advocate for tequila. That's why y'all be in the damn Mexicans. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See, Mexicans know me by name. Yeah, it is. I think it's some east side shit. Like just going to the Mex. I feel like it's some east side shit. Well, you got a point there. Cause I don't honestly, I'm be real with you. I don't think I had like my first like taco until like college. 
Yeah. Yeah. My mom won't make no damn tacos. She country. She's from Liberty County. She yeah, no, my mama. Grandma not making no. Now we ate more spaghetti than Italians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, no, for sure. No, no for taco sure. or no yeah, shit yeah. like that going yeah, on. Yeah, now nah, we gonna spread that shit out. <laughs> it was always spaghetti in there. You it's some spaghetti that. in there. It's spaghetti in there. Mm, you got McDonald's money? It's okay, baby. It's spaghetti in there. It's some spaghetti in there. Mm, I've been eating that. spaghetti mm, for two we, weeks. We're going home. Mm-hmm. My mama freeze spaghetti. Oh my god. Like freeze it. Like did we shit. grow up in the same house? I think we did. We all did. My mama freeze that shit. Like I've been, I, <laughs> I've been at my mama house. And my mama asked me, "You got something to eat?" And I'd be like, "I gotta find something to cook." Oh, don't worry about it. She'll go in the freezer and pull out a, a Ziploc bag of frozen spaghetti. spaghetti yeah, just put it, just put it on the stove. Just, just that's some civil rights shit. Yeah, because my mama be on my mama be on the that's same. That's a different thing. type of struggle. You rationing yeah, spaghetti yeah. for hard mm-hmm. times yeah. like an apocalypse was coming. Like, girl, what the hell? How long has spaghetti been in here? Soldiers are the same struggle. You know, the older we get, the more I realize we all had the same childhood. Absolutely. Like, as we all grew up in the same, like, we're in one big-ass house. Like, hell yeah, we cousins for real. Mm-hmm. I don't care which way which way you look at it. Yeah, we're cousins. Like, it's a picture I saw on Facebook, and it was like, it's a, it's a Dream Team Kids picture, right? It's like Shaq, Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan. They all bald head looking over a fence. They posted that picture and was like, yo, who all had this picture? You wouldn't imagine how many niggas like, yeah, I had that same shit. Hell yeah. Up. I do like it, I do it for everybody that had the burgundy, emerald green, and gold. Ooh, with the little, the little yeah, yeah. If your mama, If your mama like fruit in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I do it for all the people that, you know, grew up with apples in the kitchen. Yeah. Grapes mm-hmm. on everything. Yeah. Even the magnets. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, little, Whole little, kitchen. Apples yeah, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do it for y'all. Do Country for y'all. as hell, but thanks, mom. Yes, it is. Appreciate you, mom. I will never do that in my house. I promise you. Ever. I promise you. I think another thing is too, like they don't believe in like open space. Like I like open spaces. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if it's a corner, some shit got to go in there. What you gonna put on this wall? Yeah, n- nothing. nothing. Mom, I'm leave that shit white. Yeah, I like it like that. Mm, now nah, you need to put something right here. You can take this and put it. My mom face. Put a caddy corner. What the right hell? Here. My mama love yeah, a caddy yeah, corner. Yeah, a little good caddy corner. What the fuck is that? Absolutely. Where not. did you learn that? Because I'm not doing it, first of all. Country-ass AGTV shit. I don't know what this caddy corner. What the fuck does that mean? Turn it caddy corner. Yeah, turn it that way. You got more space right there, and you get a little angle. I'm not no, doing No, it's in shit, the middle mom. of the floor, It's ma'am. country in here, mom. No, it's country. I'm not doing that. I'm going to put plastic back on my couch. You know what? My mama got a lampshade that still got plastic on it. She should be shamed. She don't hardly care. We be telling her. Mm-hmm. My lampshade ain't bothering y'all. It's not the point. It's not. And it kind of is. It, hello, somebody. It's really a fire hazard. You see you what I'm saying? That? The patch can't get hot. You can't tell nobody Don't from the 60s shit. They done made it through everything, okay? <laughs> they They've really seen enough. They done, they done seen the Ku Klux Klan, you know, civil rights movement. They made it through Woodstock, cocaine, the crack era. You get what I'm saying? Like, they've really seen, they've seen and done all. everything. You can't tell her shit. They've seen it all, and they raised 90s babies. You see what I'm saying? Like, they really, you know what I'm saying? Like, They're the goats. Yeah. But you can't, you can't tell them, you can't tell them whole nothing. Got all the sense. Got but they ain't the got none. They ain't got a lick of Because it. now I'm, man, listen, it's you know hard what? parenting your parents. Nah, listen, I was just talking to somebody about this <laughs> shit. Like, me and my, yo, so real, so, we're we going to get into the, the review, I promise y'all. But while we here, so my pops, right? Black men with a little bit of money are the hardest men to shop for. Right? Oh, wow. Like, I've started getting a little bit of money, so I understand that now. Like, that, it, that it, it's kind of a problem because anything we want, we just go get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a flex. Like, for real, like, if I want some shoes, I'm going to get the shoes. I'm not going to mm-hmm. wait for my birthday to ask my girl to get them. Like, nah, I'm yeah. going to get them shit myself. So Pops is hell to get shit for. So, my, so he loses finds and loses his Apple Watch. Cool. My mama say, I'm getting him Apple Watch for Christmas. 
she go get the watch. She on the phone with me asking me about the accessories and all the things while she in Best Buy and shit. I'm, I'm driving to Charlotte. Cool. So, so you good? Yeah, bet. My mama calls me that Monday. Miles, why walk in the house and your daddy in there with a damn watch? He don't want to bought one his damn self. You see what I'm saying? Independent. Mm-hmm. So then he tells her he going to take the motherfucker back. Oh, wow. Okay. Because she bought him one. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, she's trying to find another gift. I notice him in the living room with, like, these little, like, headphone pads he done got off Timu. That's his favorite website now. It's fucking Timu. And he trying to piece the shit together. Cool. I said, Mom, you know, he could probably use some headphones because well, he got his raggedy as shit. So she get him some. I sent her. They had Beats on sale. Mm-hmm. Buck seventy four. Mm-hmm. Normally three fifty. Cool. She buying pair of Beats. Why this nigga? The last three days I've gone on there has made it his business to find all his old pairs of headphones to show that he didn't need a pair of headphones. Let me tell you something. You can't raise them. They okay. hard headed. They don't listen. They think they know everything. Don't know shit about nothing. They fucking bad. They. I thought I was a toddler. Listen. listen. <laughs> If elderly abuse wasn't a thing, I'll whip his ass. They, t- they hard headed as hell. Mm. They gonna take the long way around. They gonna just cause th- just cause they know. Just cause cause they know this the way. I'ma jump this fence. You do what you gonna do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go through the gate. Listen, me and me and my baby went out to eat breakfast. And I end up sitting next to a family. Mm-hmm. An old head is just <laughs> unimpressed with everything okay so when you're parenting your parents and you take them out to eat they're not gonna like nothing so you might as well just eat at the house okay mm-hmm. so he sits back plate clean bitch <laughs> he says yeah Ugh. y'all could have came over to the house and i could have cooked all this <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile meanwhile <laughs> the plate clean nigga been licking syrup off the you plate. see what i'm saying see you see what i'm saying you bust that whole plate down but it was the fact, and it was like his. You could tell his son was there, and I guess that was his son' new girlfriend. And yes, I was all in their business, being nosy. Yeah, you, know, you, you know, you know a lot to be at other. You know, but I was like right there mm-hmm. next to them, so I was eavesdropping a little bit. Well, I wasn't eavesdropping; they was just talking too loud for he real. Is wide open. You see what I'm saying? Okay. But anyway, yeah. So like the the girlfriend is looking like, is this how this nigga is <laughs> on a regular basis? And, like, the son is looking, like, trying to reassure her. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a country-ass nigga here. Like, yeah, we could have made this at. <sighs> that shit don't get talked about enough. It's the relationship between your girl and your pops. <laughs> like, everybody want to talk about the mama. You know I me, mean? of course. You want your girl and your mama to get along. Cool. That's all fine and well. For the most part, they will, unless your girl a hoe. Your mom can smell it. Black woman can smell the hoe on them. Oh, like, yeah. This is what a dick smell like. You don't need that. That ain't your speed. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. She's not your speed. Oh, that's not your speed. It's not your speed, baby. You don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. You couldn't I mean, do no better than that? Mm-hmm. I mean, once, <laughs> I mean, once I, I brought a girl over to the crib, round Christmas, like the day after Christmas, some shit, and I brought her through. And um, my mom didn't say a word to her. Damn. Nothing. And she was trying to start all this conversation. Cause my mom just got went to the store, bought some shoes and said, oh, you got some new shoes? Mm-hmm. Damn. And I'm looking like, bro, what the fuck you doing? Like, this is my best eater. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? Like, stop. They don't give a damn about Don't give a that. fuck about none of that. And the funniest shit was, so I said, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave them in the room together. Oh, I ain't no, got no you good don't sense. do that. Don't yeah, do I ain't that. got no good sense. So I'm going to leave them in the room because now they got to talk. Oh, that's not going to go well. 
I'm in there talking to my pops, right? My pops is in here cracking up because he peeping game off top. Right? Yeah, he know his way. Yeah, so he got my phone. We did it this time. My pops called my parents called me Ski. So yeah, Ski did this shit this time, ain't it? Like, Man, dang, I thought she said no. He said no, she cute. Your mom ain't gonna fuck up. She cute though. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Why I go back into the kitchen? The girls in the kitchen. My mama don't went upstairs. She oh, left her. You see what I'm saying? Left her. She, I said, what she said? She, said, she, said, she went upstairs. Yeah. She wasn't fucking with it. She didn't say bye. Nothing? Mm-mm. I knew they had to leave the girl alone. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't gonna work. But the relationship between your girl and your pops, though, because if you do it right, they besties. Absolutely. Like, P and my pops, best fucking friends. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And it's really wild because, like, my pops is a full-blown idiot, and she thinks it's the funniest shit in the world. Oh, like he's a whole jackass, and she just thinks the shit's so cute. And but so you know, funny. my girl a little bit of jackass too, no, so they speak not. the same language. You get what I'm saying? You like, said it. Yeah, I mean, love you. But mm-hmm. if you <laughs> if you can get the parent to buy in, mm-hmm. especially ladies, if you can get his daddy to buy in, it's over with. Yeah, it's sure. over with. Niggas love their daddy for sure, for sure. Because that's what we go to. Like honestly, keeping it buck with you, like our mom's whole weight. But if I pop say she'll come around. We'll stick with it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we'll stick with it. Now, your daddy said, nah, nah, nobody that was. Go ahead and let that go, yeah, son. Leave that alone. I know, you know, I know you like a fat ass, son, but listen to <laughs> me. Listen to me. I know. I, I seen that look in your eyes before. I know you did that before. Don't do that. Don't do that. My brother was worse than me, though, with just bringing them things home. Like, he was like, I don't do that. Like, I might have brought three girls home my whole life. Like, my brother had a parade of bitches come to the crib. Oh, some niggas just don't care. Yeah, no, nah, he didn't. I, I, he, I used to come downstairs and meet him like, you brought her? Yeah, and you know what? That, I want the young ladies to step on out. Um, you got to stop thinking that just because he's introduced you to someone that there's potential there. Because mm. niggas will bring home a straight dog and be like, daddy, look what I found. Nah, that's real. That's real. So you know, just <laughs> it's a breed of niggas that will. Yeah, I know me. So so for me, I'm overprotective of my people, right? Absolutely. So I don't bring anybody around, but I can agree with that. I can attest that they are that if just because he brought you, I ain't gonna hold you. Sometimes we may bring you around because we just want to say we brought something around. Yeah, it's you know nothing. I'm bored. Me and my cousins was trying me last time, saying I got no hoes. You shit. get what I'm saying? I'm and I got a point to prove. Yeah, let me bring her through. Yeah, I've seen it. It's up. I've seen niggas bring their girls or bring something home on a holiday, drop that off, and go out with something else. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it means nothing. It is they what it is. They don't carry weight. I'm telling you, nothing carries weight besides what actually people do at the end of the day. Like me bringing you around my people, I ain't gonna hold you. I still feel as if bringing somebody around your family that you don't take serious is top five. In the definition of nasty work to me, absolutely. Like you know, why would you meet my mom? You met my mama. You meet yeah. my mama, girl. We there. Yeah, like it's yeah. up with us. Like I ain't just bringing you my mama. Nah, that's real. You met Jennifer. Niggas don't care though. Come on now, niggas don't care. Mm-mm. Not at all. Nasty. Niggas don't care about their mamas. Because <laughs> this bitch could come in here and rob us. You know what I'm saying? You do know this bitch? Like, she met your mama, nigga. She know all your mama. She didn't see my recipe book. Like, come on, bro. Like, you don't know She know y'all stay. Yeah, she know Don't nobody stay. know her name. Yeah, you be, you wow. be, yeah, it sound like Kurt. You know, your mama stay with my mama stay with <laughs> Like, nah, like, be for real, bro. Like, you can't do that. You can't. Like, nah, mm-mm. you can't. Oh, my God, y'all. So, I remember I was talking to one dude, mm-hmm. and I met his whole family. Mm-hmm. The nigga ghosted me. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm speaking from experience. Like, don't <laughs> don't that's, think 
please don't think that just because you've met people, sometimes niggas really just be bored. Yeah. Yeah. So I took an L, but I'm on mm-hmm. to the M's now. So fuck you. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck what you heard. <laughs> fuck what you heard. So, man, we going to start off, man, with year in review. And I feel like we cannot start the year, uh, a review of this year, without talking about the white folks in that submersible. It happened this year. It did. And I catch myself randomly saying, them folks really got their ass in that submersible. <laughs> you know, because I am literally blown. I'm shocked and appalled. I am blown away, literally, because I think for a very large part of my life, mm-hmm. I assumed that having an abundance of money and wealth meant that you were smart, mm-hmm. even at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. And to see people just throw money into the ocean like this, literally. Mm-hmm. Like a soda Literally. Can. Literally. Yeah. Like... Turns y'all boys into tuna fish. Like, for real. For real. <laughs> like, <laughs> shark bait. Like, like <laughs> I mean, like, for me, so, okay, so for those who may may, may not remember the story, there's a group of, of, of folks, and I'll go ahead and say they all were Caucasian. I'm not being racist. They were. They were all white. Um, and they invested and went on a trip down to the bottom of the ocean uh, because they wanted to see the Titanic. Now, Few caveats in this thing. First and foremost, the little tin can they went down there in there in there with had no windows. So the only way they're going to see the Titanic was on the screen. Now, as a suspicious black male, I have questions. I have lots of questions. How the fuck do we know that we really outside the Titanic? How do we not know you're not just putting the picture on the screen and saying this where y'all at? I'm saying. See what I mean? I love being black. We're so skeptical. Yeah, we don't ask questions, right? Like, that's in our nation. I love that about us. Right? So, I'm questioning. I want to see, like, no, can y'all cut a hole? Why can there not be windows in this bitch? You see what the fuck going on? Tell me why. Y'all got one window. Yeah. And it's thick. It's like a bifocal. Yeah, can't see shit. Can't see shit out of there. Can't see shit. So, they went to the bottom of the ocean. I don't even think they made it to the bottom. Mm-mm. Before it crumpled up like a little soda can. Remember as a little kid, get a little can, you stand on top of it, make it like a little. That's what we did. Make a little pancake can. That's yeah. what we did. Make a little pancake. Bow. All of them gone. <laughs> Yo, did you see the video when they like showed like what happened? And I'm not laughing at the people being dead. I don't think that's funny. I think it's funny the way they die. Like you could die funny. Yeah, you could like, die funny. Yeah, ass you get a funny ass. Death. It's a funny ass way to die. Like if you're gonna go, at least you provide entertainment on your way out. Like, absolutely. You. Yeah, you absolutely. Way to leave with a bang. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, be here all week. <laughs> so to the bartenders. So, um, but yeah, so it was like so it heated up in that motherfucker first, right? Yeah. So they were fried. Yeah. Baked. So I know it smelled crazy in there. It, they was white, so it already smelled crazy. In Hot dog water as well. Yes, bologna. Yes, it is. And then. It heated up, and then the shit just crumpled. Yikes. Oh, Jesus. You know, I we never know the day or the hour. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you one good goddamn thing. <laughs> what I'm not finna do tell you that. is getting no damn soda can. Talk about it. To see the Titanic. First of all, what the fuck is so impressive about the Titanic? When I heard they really weren't letting niggas on there no way, so fuck right. the Titanic. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, what you, know, the, you know, better watch boy. the damn movie. The I movie, see. like, three hours. Yeah, get into it. It wasn't even that good. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Really, Celine Dion made the movie. Truth be told, you see what all I'm saying? I remember is the song. You're, hello? So, you want to see the Titanic, but what is there to see? Mm-hmm. There is already like recorded documents and docu series about people that have already done the work to see the Titanic. Come on. So it ain't like you really being innovative. 
Like you dying on some copycat ass shit. Is the old lady from the movie still alive? Just go ask her. You see what I'm saying? Like eighty four years. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh shit. Whoopsies. That's a text. <laughs> Lord. But I just I don't understand what was so drawing about just that space. And all danger went out the window for what was like a quarter mil a person. Yeah. So you've turned over this money. Mm-hmm. You've signed this waiver mm-hmm. because, you know, it's likely you're going to get down there and die. Yep. You're in here. There's a flat screen that somebody bought on Black Friday mm-hmm. and a PS5 game controller that's, that's right. going to control us going down here into the deep blue sea. Mm-hmm. And after you hit a certain like level of feet beneath water, certain things start to happen. Yep. There are so many things that are down there in the bottom of the ocean that we mm-hmm. know nothing about. Right. What the fuck? Yeah, and that's my thing. Like, it's number one. If you're a fish swimming by and you see that, what you thinking? Oh, we about to eat these niggas up, boy. This shit, boy. Lunch is served. Lunch, nigga. boy. Oh, it's going down. I, like fish probably was swimming past the window and shit, like looking oh, in shit. there. That's Look crazy. That's crazy. Them niggas that's crazy. That's crazy. Whole but, lot of nut shit going on. Yeah, whole lot of nut. And the thing is, for me, also, it's like it's again the Titanic at the time was this world renowned ship, right? Like. The biggest of ships and all this. That shit not even a big ship compared to the ships going on now. Like, that shit ain't, it's a yacht. You see what I'm saying? Float through the water a tugboat. Now. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no iceberg fucking up these Carnival Cruise Line ships now. You know what I mean? Like, you out here on this little ass on the fucking Savannah River Queen <laughs> talking about we in the Titanic. <laughs> Bitch, you not ain't. Savannah River Queen. It was in there eating Bill Shrimp. Yeah, yeah, for real. You feel me? Like, <laughs> the fuck you talking about? Like, what are we really doing here? Like, and that's the way this year started. Like, with that. Like, that's yeah. how going to be some bullshit. You know what? We should have known then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the year was off to a bullshit-ass start. Yeah, you're right. You're right about it. RIP to the guys, though. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it wasn't in vain. You gave us a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that your last memories with your loved ones were incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it smelled crazy in there because it wasn't even a toilet or nothing. But mm-hmm. I wish y'all boys the best on the other side. Yeah, I do. Wherever y'all at. Yeah, wherever y'all at. Because that's it, crazy. Say God take care of babies and fools. I know them boys are first class ticket to heaven. You see gotta what I'm be, saying? They got to be sitting next to God. Got to. The biggest of fools. In a toga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to. Gold slides. Yeah. Gu- Gucci's. I shall wear a cross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, also moving on, speaking of boats and tugboats. Um, had a whole lot of nut shit going on in, in, in was it Montgomery, Alabama? That we had the sweet tea party. Oh yeah, them boys want to fuck around in yeah, Alabama. Yes it like is. Yeah, yes, lift every share and swing. I ain't lying. Yes it is. That's my Good type time. of bullshit. You know yeah. I love to fight. Oh, that's my type of shit too. You know, that's it don't take much. You know, that's it don't take friends. it don't take much to turn no, me up. No, it ain't. And it don't. um, I know a lot of y'all don't know me, but for those <laughs> of you who do, I'm the friend that when shit starts to get a little rowdy. Oh, yours, Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> like, it just kind of escalates because I'm with all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, keep it cute around me. Absolutely. See, I'm the friend that when shit pop off the front, what mouse? What booby at? Yeah. What the fuck's booby? You, see, booby? Has anybody see, seen booby? Make sure he ain't started put, the shit. Put, put, a for hand, real, for real. put a hand on booby. <laughs> Somebody put a hand on booby. Find him. Because if he didn't start it, he's probably in the mix in some shape, some way, shape, or form. And if one of us are involved, Please, yo, quick story. Ma to tell you this shit. Ma can confirm this story, right? I won't say names, but I mean, Ma was dating a young lady, 
and they uh, broke up, and another young man started dating the young lady. Now, I don't know if there was beef or not. I know Ma didn't like the young man because he was dating his ex. Cool, whatever. Well, at one point, we were standing outside of a party, and I was standing next to the young man. Young man didn't know I was standing next to him. Actually, young man thought me and him was cool. But, you know, my loyalty's going to be there. So I text Mod while I'm standing next to him. Yeah. And I say, hey, Mod, I'm standing next to blank. Uh, Want me hit this nigga? When I tell you Mod came flying around that corner out of that crowd, grabbed me and said, bro, let's go home. Oh, that's yeah, no fun. Yeah, it wasn't. And I was like, please just tell me. Yeah, please. Yeah, because I'm with all that. I mean, I got my fist balled up in my jacket like mine. See, you better than me because yeah. I wouldn't ask. Yeah, well, see, you know, I was at the point where I was trying to be better mm. and figure out it's being worse. Yeah. I turned up after that. I love that for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't ever think, I, I, uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying every day, you know. Mm-hmm. I got a good job now, you know. Got a kid. I can't no. be out here living like I used to. I mean, oh, it's not, don't don't take me there though. Oh, bro, then. Oh, I yeah. You see what I'm saying? I had nothing to lose. I have a lot to reconsider now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But keep it cute with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, basically, in this, in in the, the uh, it was a few names for this this event. You know what I mean? But um, uh, and correct me if I get the story wrong, but um, there was a few workers for the boat line. Mm-hmm. That were being disrespected by some some young men. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were trying to get one boat to move because the boat that was coming into the dock, they were kind of in the way. Oh, I think that's boat. how that whole thing went. And they ended up um, feeling away because I don't know if it was the security guard or whatever said something to them. Remember, they jumped off the boat oh, and jumped yeah. on the security guard. Yeah. And the rest of the niggas was like, oh, no, look at them white folk fucking with that black man. And then, like, you could just feel, like, the unity in the air. Even watching the video. And then yeah. it was over with. Oh, my God. One of the best Sundays I've had in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, the vi- and I, I'm telling you, I don't know where that young man is that swam. I, you know what? Across that lake. Because niggas can't even swim. So he was a lifeguard, apparently, or something like that. Was he? And he actually, like, after he did what he did, he actually made a statement. and was like he didn't want to be in the spotlight for uh, anything. You get what I'm saying? So, nephew, shout out to you if you ever hear this. You a king, brother. You are. King. Um, but I thought that that was just so cool. Like, yeah. I, there's always this talk about black folks can't stick together. Let me tell you something, nigga. When it's showtime, it's go time. You get oh, what no, I'm saying? Like, we, we in there come and on. we on your ass. Nah, you get what I'm saying? Now, nah, we don't come together. I mean, I come together when you want us to. But we'll beat your ass for come sure. Come on now. It's we, not, ain't nothing to it but mm, to do it. You feel me? You nah, gotta know that. Hey, one thing we know we good at. In these hands, <laughs> these hands shall be thrown again. Hands ready to eat Ooh, for yes, everybody. Everybody can get them. You feel me? Come on now. Stop. Come on now. Don't turn me up, but absolutely one of my, I mean, and that's what I love about social media. I feel like, and I said, I tweeted this before and I was like, the issue with social media that gives a voice to people who otherwise wouldn't have shit to say. Like that's one of my biggest issues with social media. Mm -hmm. But one of my favorites is the news cycle that occurs now in social media. Like you get shit in real time. That's unbiased. It's just straight up. Hey, listen, this is what the fuck just happened. Yeah. Where's the video? Give me a minute. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, Absolutely. shit. It's and I up. love, I, I love Twitter. Twitter's like first class social media, right? So we get, we get access to all the things first. Mm-hmm. By the time it get on to Facebook with your mom and them, mm-hmm. it's, it's a whole lot of bullshit and misinformation. It's like, it's been three or four business days. We've already talked about it in full on Twitter. Like y'all are late. Yeah. The tweets are stolen and on Facebook by now. Mm-hmm. Like it's over with. 
Ain't it's no, over with. But yeah. shout out to them boys in Alabama because y'all yeah. did what y'all had to do. Hey, for real, for real. Hey, listen, y'all get in touch with me. I got entitled podcast hats for y'all. <laughs> Not all y'all. Some of y'all. I won't lie to y'all. I know y'all. I know y'all like to tussle. So I won't lie. But some of y'all. Shout out to the unks that was out there though. Oh nah, facts, facts, facts. Shout out to threw his hat. Yeah. 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 Shot on. Yeah. Shot on. What I told you. What I told you about them niggas born in the 60s. Come on. They ain't scared of shit. Nothing. Boy, they done seen it. They done been there, done that, got a t shirt and a little leather hat. If your daddy bald head and wear a leather hat, Mm -hmm. he bought whatever. Your daddy did cocaine. I mean, your daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Your daddy, a Cowboys fan, him too. He probably did a little bit of cocaine. Yo, my mom said my daddy, my mom said my daddy did cocaine one time. Like, he tried it. But no side of bleeding, he got scared. He ain't this Very good. I love that yeah, for him. Yeah, Scare your ass right up out of yes, here. Because yes, that's a hard habit to break. Yes, yes it is. Hard <laughs> habit to make a soft fans. I'm glad you got out of there, Pops. I am. I'm really happy about that, Pops. But yeah, a lot of y'all daddies was out here in straight leg pants and hard bottom shoes, living a hard ass life. Yep. He ain't scared of shit. Still is. Now he wear hard bottom shoes with sweatpants. Yeah. He still take his pants to the cleaners. Yeah, yeah, they facts. starched like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's not scared of Crispy. shit. He got to jump in the motherfucker like his ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, jeans hard as a bitch. Yeah, yeah you got to jump in the shit like you got. Yeah, like you. matter of fact, he don't give a fuck so much. He don't even take the plastic off the pants when they come from the from the cleaners. He just hang the whole shebang up in the it's closet. Over, yeah. yeah, yeah, cause he with all that. He about mm-hmm. that action. Them the only hangers he got is from the cleaners. You get what I'm saying? He still got that little piece of paper, that cardboard that's right hanging over it. Yeah, flimsy ass hanger. He don't give a fuck about nothing. Don't care about nothing. Yeah, beat your ass. Pants with no pockets Don't care Don't need nothing For what And we'll fuck around And pull a hanger out the closet And strangle you with it yeah. Like don't play with Come that Come on man Come <laughs> You on, gotta man. know that A different type of nigga Yeah We losing recipes I mean they born in the 60s So now they in their 60s So hey tap in Bring back the draft That's Come what's on. wrong with niggas That's really what it is Niggas, niggas ain't going to Yeah 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 That's what we need Bet you get you a real job Now nigga Punk huh? ass motherfucker Yeah Fuck, yeah. fuck <laughs> around with you get a job now Bitch tell you Hey you don't get a job Your ass getting drafted Send your ass to fucking Hamas, nigga. See, that's the problem. See, niggas, see, niggas don't want to work. Bring yeah. back the draft. Come on, man. Hey, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. If you an unemployed nigga, bring back the draft. You yeah. got you a little job? Cool. Hey, three years unemployed? Family. Yeah, you got unemployed niggas? You got some you're shit going to war. You got some shit for you to do. Yeah. Come on now. The fast way. Yeah. You ain't paying that child support? Draft. Your ass going first, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, me. Shit, fuck you thought it was. Yeah, nigga thought shit was sweet. Mm-mm. We got something sweet for your ass. Mm-hmm. Yep, shout out to the Rich Baby Daddy gang. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what that's like. Shout out to the girls that do. Hey, hey, shout out to y'all. Uh, also, man, um, Carly Russell. <sighs> so, okay. All right, let me leave with this. I want to ask you this. At what point do we stop just jumping to conclusions as a people? I think it's very hard. Like, in all seriousness, it's very hard for black people to do that. Mm-hmm. I understand that a lot of people, like, especially in the social media age, and mm-hmm. a lot of people take the stance that I have to hear both sides. Understandable. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we've heard enough, but in situations like Carly Russell, I think everyone jumped to believe her just because black people, specifically black women, are not believed. Right. And I think that that's what's so disappointing about the fact that, girl, you wasn't even missing. Girl, you like about some dick. Like what? That's what made it so bad. Like Like, that's like sister. What are you doing? What are you? What are you doing? Like. 
you know, so I think it, it's it's hard because a part of us wants to jump into action because we we know that we're silenced. Right? You it's, feel me? It's noble. It's a noble thought. It's a very, it's very you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Very, very noble of you to want to spread awareness and speak out about this. But when we found out what the fuck was really going on, Mm-mm-mm. like, my God, my God. Carly, girl, you need your ass beat for she real. Still, she still like, need ass beat. I don't know what's going on with Carly right now, but she should be Maybe she changed. You get what I'm saying? Maybe she, I mean, but don't get me wrong, because bitches lie all the time. Like, bitches be doing some insane things behind See the desk. But, shit. like, this, like, y'all be doing some nut ass shit. Do you hear me, nut ass hoes? Yep. But it just got to the point where it's like, okay, like, it got national attention. Like, sister. What T.I. said, you are embarrassing yourself and your family. You get what I'm saying? And it's just like, girl, we was looking for you. Well, not me. But you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. folks out here yeah. in the woods looking for you, talking about you saw a baby and a baby. Girl, we thought you trapped. Somebody trafficked you. Like, trafficking is a really yeah, big it problem. Is. It is. And you bullshitting about a nigga. Mm-hmm. It's I don't not, like that. And your story sounded a lot like that Kevin Hart stand up with the baby and the deer burn and all that You see shit. what I'm saying? Like, after people brought, I said, oh, wait, she right. Like, I don't know. It just smelled. Was, of, was it like mental health related? Before I get too far, I don't. I don't know. I mean, we here okay. now. Now, if she has a mental illness, I, then I, I truly apologize and I wish her a speedy recovery and well, the best medication. But well, let me say this: that if what what whether or not she's been diagnosed or not, there is some mental illness there. Oh, to yeah. do that, to do that, even you know what I mean, like something's yeah. not there because right? you you wanted attention and maybe yeah. she didn't anticipate how much attention was going to come for this but shout out to her family though because they was definitely stepping behind her for oh, it to yeah, get the no, type no. of attention that it got i'm gonna stand beside her you, you feel me mm-hmm. but girl i just i hate that it went down like that because on the other side of that white folk not gonna believe us no way and that's the part of it that really bothered me the most yeah like, like you made a spectacle of it though yeah, you get what i'm saying yeah. see told you those niggers be lying niggas like be lying lying ass so now the next time something comes up and they don't believe us yo this is the funniest shit ever let's watch this that's my people house <laughs> this should be cracking me the fuck up my pops about to come out on the porch in a minute i know it's what it is i know you know what my dad daddy but yeah like and that's the problem is that you know what i'm saying we we already don't get believed Black women and black men, right? No, for sure. We are the wreck to kill Malcolm Bird. You know what I mean? We know the story of Emmett Till. Like, this ain't mm-hmm. nothing new, you know what I mean, for us. But for you to do that, now granted, do I think she thought about all this shit when she, no. Mm-mm. She probably thought she was going to do this, get some get a little bit of attention. She's feeling away. Shit going to blow over. Nobody going to know. It's not going to leave the little city that she in. Cool. But it didn't shake like that. It didn't. Motherfuckers cared about you enough. To make it a thing. And now I hear your ass yeah. go walk, walking down the street barefoot. Talking, wow. about, talking about I'm here. Like you done got into some bad drugs or something. Like what yeah. the fuck, Carly? That's that, You know what? I ain't going to lie. If I was Carly, I'd have kept lying. You know what? Ain't no other way, but like you, you got to. Yeah, I just kept lying. I'd add it on to the story. You get what I'm saying? Like, fuck it, we I, ball. I put some stank on it. Like, yeah, it was some white guys in a blue pickup. Yeah. It's over with. Yeah, let's, let's turn this bitch up yeah, and up. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. That, I ain't that, got I shit think, to lose at this I point. That might be what I'm like more disappointed in. The story, it wasn't the, robust yeah, enough. She you could have gave us a little bit more details, a little bit of pizzazz. Yeah, like you she, already was lying. Shit. Yeah, she, go all the way. Yeah, so, oh, y'all niggas got me. No, you not got yet, baby. Keep it going. Yeah. 
Turn this shit up. Strike that bitch. You up. know what I'm saying? Strike. We gonna strike this motherfucker up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so maybe that's what the disappointment is. Yeah. It's a like, little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, because think about it. Because when white folks lie, they don't stop. They don't. You know what I mean? They, they know. Don't. They know the game. Hey, if they gonna lie, hey, set up a fucking lemonade stand in them folks' neighborhood and watch how they lie. She's selling guns and they gonna go crazy with that lie. They gonna keep oh, lying. Absolutely. Listen. They lie until you believe them. Absolutely. We be like, oh shit, you got me. You got me. Nah, fuck that. Keep it going. Carly, that Aww. was your biggest mistake, baby. You you just didn't Should've keep kept it lying. going. Keep it pushing. Make it believable. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Huh? Mm. Come on now. Dress it yeah. up. Make it real for me. You see what I'm saying? I wish her the best though. I do. I hope she's doing she's it. She's a young lady and I think that this was a terrible decision. Hopefully, you know, given her wasn't she sentenced to like one year and some other shit hopefully yeah uh <laughs> shake back girl nah, you get yeah, what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, yeah. definitely shake back all just aside i do hope that um you know what i mean she she is able to to bounce back recover this affects more than just you know the jokes you know obviously jobs all these yeah. things this shit could really ruin your life you know nickel. what i mean behind the neck and that and, and that's the thing it's behind like come nickel. on shorty like come on Ladies. It's other niggas out there, ladies. I know he probably hit the back. He's probably scrubbing the bottom of your shit. Probably. Guess what? But listen, after God made him, he made a lot more. Another one. like bitch, get it together. Mm-hmm. You bitches be crashing out by some weenie. Come on, now. it's embarrassing. It's really, it's really embarrassing. Then sometimes it be broke weenie. Do men do Do we grow sad about, about Coochie like that Y'all do sometimes But Coochie is ubiquitous And y'all can always Find somebody to give it to Yeah So it's like Y'all be going out sad But see I think men are are A lot better With keeping their shit Under wraps I've said this before Women We have to publicize The dirt Like a nigga Do you dirty Now you mm-hmm. on Twitter You little dick ass dirty yeah. drawers wearing ass yeah, bitch okay so wait yeah. his drawers was dirty before you fucked him sister Dick so it was little when it was in your mouth so right, you right 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 and you probably sucked his dick first before he even penetrated so you knew it was teeny weeny before he even slid up in that thing maybe you thought he was a grower you get no saying nah but you had you had plenty of time to slide but now you're on a timeline telling us about a quick pumper you fucked him more than once too. You get what I'm saying? You got a kid you by him. You like, yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Like, like, y'all was fucking consistently. You see, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like you yeah. upside down in the head, yeah. Miss Bitch. Know what I'm so yeah, I hate, I hate, I hate that. Yeah. For I the girls. Yeah. Niggas. Niggas be on dirt time. Niggas uh you get what I'm saying, mess with what with, with a dirty we, woman. We, yeah. Might catch S T D. You'll never hear about it. It's I between him and the lady at the clinic. He's not gonna go on the timeline about it. Won't say a word. Once you know say a word. He'll barely tell his partners about it. Yeah, yeah, we were talking to our friends about that. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? So it's just, I wish I wish the girls would kind of master the art of shutting the fuck I, up sometimes. I have homeboys, I have homeboys, personal partners, who have told me about a woman with STD, and I asked, so you got that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we bitch got herpes. You got herpes? No. Nah. It's under the grave. It's under the blood. What, what are you telling me? Some, things, some things shall remain under the blood. I, I'm not a doctor, but I know they say you can't get rid of herpes, bro. Yeah, like, that's so so how she? Oh, she was having she. So when you fuck, she had no episode. I was like, okay, I just, just you know, yeah. niggas niggas gonna lie to keep it cool. Yeah. But yeah, I wish the I wish the girls were a lot smarter about their interactions with the opposite sex. I feel like if women 
possess the ability to just hold that shit down, they would be a lot better off. It's like, a competition. It is. I feel like if you... It's the Hunger Games out there. Are I you feel like, attention? Yeah, I feel yeah, you're right. <laughs> I feel like if they get... short and yeah. few, and the bitches are feuding <laughs> behind the niggas. Oh, don't let him be a longshoreman. Oh, It's over with, bitch. He's, a, oh, he's my longshoreman. Oh, and he just got a bonus Ooh, for the holidays. It's over with. Time. Ooh, it's up. It's up. It's that time of the year. It's that time of so, the year. So, yeah, it's, it's a shortage on him. So, the bitches is doing anything and everything. Because see, at this point, what the girls are understanding, which is fair, Mm -hmm. is that I might not be the only one, but I have to be the favorite. See, the bitches put nothing beside themselves to be the favorite. At some point, you got to have a standard. At some point, when you're dealing with a nigga and he start expecting wild ass shit, you got to know that they ain't your race to run. You got to know you ain't fast enough. Got to know when to hold them, when to fold them. You get what I'm saying? You got to know when to back up and bow out. And see, the hoes like to keep going. Yeah. You know know what happens when you keep going? You crash out. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Every time. They relentless. Yes. And you're you're in this relentless pursuit of this nigga that you're not even compatible with. You know what? I think the issue is that, and I understand it wholeheartedly. I really get it. Is that a lot of times the pursuit is in a man that has his shit together. Or appears to have it together. Or appears to have Mm -hmm. it together, right? Where I feel like the real win is maybe in the one who may not have it together just yet. Work in progress. But he's on his way. Absolutely. But again, you know, them some 60s, the women in your 60s, he's going to tell y'all, don't yeah. fuck with no nigga off no potential. So I get it. Uh, absolutely. I get it. So but I you know what? The difference is work ethic, though. It is. It is. You know? You can't hire work ethic. Either. Exactly. And there, there's a difference from a nigga that was drafted into the Marines, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And some, some, Nigga that don't want to even flip a burger, he would rather be unemployed because, right? You know, he he ain't even fucking with it. Like right. he don't even grasp the concept that slow money is better than no money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is a different breed of nigga. Like niggas around our dad era, whatever yeah. it took. If I had a family to feed, if I got to clean a toilet bowl, I got I'm two families fuck. to feed. You you get what I'm saying? Because I got one cross town. So fuck what you saying? So yeah, it's it's different, and I I wish better for the girls. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I do really not, do. Yeah, to, to take the ver- uh, you bitches got them wigs on, but you ain't got on your thinking cap, and Ooh, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Oh shit! Take the second uh, word from Joe Buddy. You got to avoid them bare, the bare minimum boys. You got yeah. to. Yeah, the bare minimum boys is what he like to call them. You can just just avoid those, man. That's tough. So again, Carly, baby, wherever you at, I hope you're feeling better, sweets. I really do. Hope you're feeling better, sweets. Um, I hope so too. So. Shifting gears because we don't want to bash or we want to celebrate women. If there's a woman who deserves to be celebrated this year, it's no other than Beyonce Giselle Knows Carter. Period. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. So Beyonce went on a world tour. A bad bitch world right now. tour is that a world tour? Your girl's tour, a world fucking tour. Sold out arenas, sold out stadium, sold out. Yo, to go on a sold out stadium tour is different type of smoke. Do you hear me? You don't just see that. And like, that. I went. Okay, of course you did. You, please understand, I am a floor seat. Participant, yes, he is. of the Renaissance World Come Tour. Like I don't fuck around, 
been a Beyonce fan, a huge, huge, huge fan. How George, how, uh, Donald Trump say huge, 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 huge. So, <laughs> you, you and Beyonce share a birthday. You see what I'm saying? Come like on, it ain't, now. it ain't on me. It's Emmy. Huh. So like, I love Beyonce. When I tell you, this is like unlike anything I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like just the the technology that she used in the concert, the costumes, the changes, the color schemes. Listen, so I went to the Houston uh, tour, mm-hmm. and this was so the Houston on the second night. Yeah. So we were like the first to kind of they they implemented a lot of changes. So right. the wristbands started lighting up to the theme of the concert. Oh. So you get like nobody's doing shit like that. Right. Right. Like. Right. When I tell you, I was just absolutely blown away. Beyonce deserves her flowers. Like, the concert, like, she take you on a journey. Yeah. And when you realize what's going on, the bitch is taking us through her coochie. And she's basically mm. showing, like, she gave birth to herself. Ooh. Like, and I didn't realize it in the moment. But when I really sat and thought about, yeah. because when you get there, the, the stage is like, it's this open space. And there's two legs on the side of it. Huh. And you go through the tunnel. And at the end of the tunnel, it's Beyonce. Oh, my God. Beyonce gave birth to herself. And that's a badass bitch. Do you hear me? So I could have went there there and finally seen Beyonce coochie. there were so... You know what? (laughs) Sick of it. There were so (laughs) many. And the other thing is, like, I I have a lot of homegirls that took, like, their boyfriends or their husbands. And it was just kind of like, I'm just going. So she shut the fuck up about it. Right, yeah. Them niggas in the videos on TikTok. Yeah! Cause they were just so impressed. Like Beyonce's that bitch. I ain't gonna hold you. I felt like a jackass because I was actually offered the opportunity to go. And say, eh, nah, you missed him. Yeah, I, well, once in a lifetime experience. Here's my thing. I felt like I had a valid reason. My my reason was that the album itself wasn't for me. I don't think it was a bad album. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't for me. It was different from Beyonce. You know what I mean? And and, and actually, funny thing is that going back and kind of listening to it, it's okay. That shit's a cool album, right? But at the time, there was a lot of twirling going on in my head when I heard it, right? Like, I, was like mm, I don't know if I'm into this shit. And I thought it would be a lot of twirling going on at the concert. So I'm sure it was. But I was like, mm, that may not be the place for me. Again, like you said, I'm a wall nigga. Yeah. And if you don't know what a wall nigga is, look it up. Like, I'm a real live wall nigga. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. get comfortable. When I'm uncomfortable, it's not fun for nobody. So yeah. because of that, I'm, I'm going to stay away from this. But... I honestly can say that's a regret that I have. That I it was amazing. Go. I hope that the friends that I made at the concert are doing well. I never um, met those people a day in my life. Yeah, well, thank you. I did my best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was a good ass time. And it was so inclusive. Like her background dancers, you've got gay people, you've got dark skinned women, light skinned women, dark skinned men. Like you get what I'm saying? And yeah. it was just like, it was so inclusive and yeah. I've never been someplace, you know, too many niggas in there. Right. Shit could go one or two ways. You know yeah. the city we from. Come on now. But I've never been to an event where it felt like, like it was just the room was literally full of love. That's why I know that the movie is probably incredible. I have not seen it, but right. I know it does not capture like the full ambiance of what was going on at the concert because you was dancing, jumping, screaming, singing with total strangers. Like, yeah. That shit was live. Shout out to me, I'll say. That's a good time. And in the movie, so I also I thought the concept of because all I kept seeing after this damn um album drop was Beyonce, where's the visuals? Where's the visuals? I think the concept of her actually dropping the movie and saying that y'all are the visuals, are the visuals was dope. Absolutely. Was dope. How do you feel about like people being in the movie theater shaking ass? I love it. Yeah. I love it. Because honestly, that 
does not even scale in comparison to what happened at the concert. So the right. fact that that energy was transferable through the screen is yeah. kind of dope to me. Yeah. What's happening is the people that have a problem with it are the people that don't really understand the dynamic of the tour. Mm. I think the people that went to the concert almost expected that in the movie theaters. Gotcha. It's the people that went, did not go to the concert, that went to the movie. Uh, let me just go see what this hype is about. Yeah. Now you're irritated because we in here with these fans. Yeah. Let me tell you something. When Heated came on <laughs> and an arena full of people have fans and yeah. the fans are dropping to the beat, I never heard no shit. Like, how do we even know to do that? Right. Like, amazing. So those are the people that are irritated with, with the ass shaking. And I think that's why, so for me, like, that's one of the things I really appreciate about Beyonce, right? And that's why, you know, anybody asks you, like, who's my favorite rapper? I'm going to tell you Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because when Jay-Z puts out music, when he performs, when he does anything, it's so much thought and so it's much shit Detail wrapped oriented. into the mix of this, right? Mm -hmm. That you can't, it, it's undeniable. You're literally reading and finding out shit years later, right? Absolutely. Like I remember the whole um, thing about when niggas in Paris drop. Yeah. And they're saying that shit cray. And you thinking, oh, like Kanye just using slang, like cray. Like, no, you're talking about the Cray twins that were in Paris that like, so yeah. it's literally a whole thing that you didn't even think about that went into this, that you don't even have to do. Yeah. Right? And these are not people that just go in the studio on, on perks no. and just drop something. No. So it don't really, you know, when, when people go out of their way to tell me, I ain't really a Beyonce fan. First of all, didn't nobody ask you bitch, right. but like it, it's like, how can you not appreciate the art and how well thought out everything is? Because they don't under they again it's just a lack of appreciation. Like Jay, they had an interview with Jay Z. Um, I think it was with Gail King, um, and she asked him about when he's gonna make music again, and he said that he'll put an album out again when he feels like he has something to say. Absolutely right, and I feel like Beyonce is the same way. Like you're not gonna get this album at the album at the album. I feel like um, the Drake album. This is the, that's what Drake missed. I don't think Drake's lost a step as an artist. I think he's still an amazing artist. And a great rapper, all that good shit. I just think that Drake is just putting shit out without having something to say. Yeah, it's and, the pressure to yeah. to constantly like produce some type or to be creative. And you could do that, but some shit just got to stay in the studio. Yeah, nah, it's a fact. Like I really felt like what what Drake missed the boat on his last album, his recent album, um, all the dogs, all that. I feel like the issue was that he didn't. I felt like he didn't progress. Right, like yeah. all our favorite artists, you know, what I mean, a Beyonce, like. This album isn't what we got from Beyonce 10, 15 years ago. It's a mature album. Absolutely. You see the concepts, you hear all the things, and that's what you want because it's showing her growth. I think that's who Mr. Drake, but that's what I appreciate about Beyonce. Mm -hmm. That's what I appreciate about Jay-Z. Like, the artists for me who do that, because, again, these are artists that we grew up with. Yeah. Right? Like, we grew up on this music. We all grew up with Destiny Child. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all saw the transition, you know, from that to the solo acts and all that, and all that kind of shit. So... You know what I mean? We will be sorely disappointed if we got an album from Beyonce that wasn't, or a tour. Yeah, that was still on Destiny's Child. No like, the girl, shit. I mean, she's been performing since she's, like, been six or seven. Right. Destiny's Child, well, Girls' Time came first. They were, yep. like, 11. And then Destiny's Child, you know, the teenagers. So it's, like, to see, like, you've literally been a fan for this lady 
for like over 20 years. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So to see like her craft kind of mature in the way that it has, I'm really ready for her to give us a badass ballad. You get what I'm saying? Because we really ain't been singing our hearts out since one plus one. I've heard that. But I've you know, yeah. I'm waiting because I feel like that's what's next. I feel like she about to blow us away with some singing and shit. And then that's the other thing that I really liked about the concert. Yeah. She put a lot of people to bed. When I tell yeah. you that bitch could sing. Yeah. Like. Fuck your squealing ass grandma in the right. choir on Sunday. Right. Fuck how you feel about all that shit. Like when I tell you Beyonce can fucking blow and has pipes, like it was mesmerizing. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's the other part about it. And seeing that real talent shine through. Like these are all the things I got from just the clips from everything. And I didn't even say obviously I wasn't there. Just from clips, from the tweets, from the posts, that that's what I got from it. That mm-hmm. it was an immaculate performance. Um, she was singing. This ain't lip singing. This ain't them playing vocals and me trying to sing over my. We vocals. did not sit down. We did yeah. not sit down until they went off yeah. stage and they came back. Everybody was standing right back up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like those are the things you look for for an artist like Beyonce who's been around who doesn't have to do this. Like, yeah. and I think yeah, that's yeah, the I main held my part. piss. I ain't yeah. even went to the bathroom because I didn't want to miss anything. Like, Beyonce. I was drunk. <laughs> Beyonce could stop now. And nobody would ever question. Absolutely. But we know she's not done. Absolutely. And I think the other reason why I love Beyonce so much is I think about the time that we grew up in. So Mm -hmm. we grew up with, we weren't in the middle of the Michael Jackson era, but we grew up seeing performers because of, first of all, your parents talked about it, but then, you know, the shit we hearing on Saturdays, but these people were still performing on award shows and doing concerts and stuff when we were growing up. I think Beyonce is the closest thing that we have to that now because nobody has been able to kind of, capture performing like that absolutely like michael michael jackson was over the top prince was over the top it was a very well thought out if if a big artist was going on tour janet jackson goes on tour it's a thing everything has to be you know eyes have to be dotted t's have to be crossed you know a lot of these artists they coming out on stage barefoot yeah yeah. No shade of my girl sexy. But you get what I'm saying? Like it's <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> it's not as well thought out. You get what I'm it's saying? Not, and yeah, yeah, Beyonce, y'all got to hear Beyonce or flowers. Yeah, it's just, it's just like you said, it's just they just going out and performing and I can agree with that. I think that those are the things when you talk about what an icon is, like that's kind of what Beyonce showed with this tour. Like this is She what, don't even talk to us on Instagram. Yeah. I mean yeah. well, she just started, but the bitch yeah. just post a picture. Yeah. And right. have two million likes. Ain't I, say a shit to nobody. Yeah. I think the, I mean, I, I think honestly it started, she was obviously an amazing performer, an amazing artist and all that good shit. I think the first step in that was when she dropped out. album. Ain't say shit. They just woke up to an album. The fuck? You know what? And so many people have tried to copy that. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. It came doesn't out work. with an album. Yeah. And all the videos came out at the same time. Right. You've never seen no shit like that in your life. Like the, the Unannounced. Type. We wake out. Beyonce got a goddamn CD out. Yeah. <laughs> fuck is this huh in pink letters just beyonce and imagine if it dropped imagine if it happened now back then we didn't have apple music we did but we did not the way it's currently constructed where you get an alert you know what i mean like this album dropped or whatever like wait it was word of mouth what the fuck is the fuck is this Mm -hmm. like niggas get excited when we find out we got excited when we found out drake was dropping the album coming Mm -hmm. out friday and then we all got annoyed. We found out they got pushed back. You know what I mean? Like, Beyonce just put some shit out. Didn't say a word here. Yeah. Hit the button. Push the yeah. Button. And, like, 
when you watch certain like videos and stuff, you see that she blindsided everybody, yeah. like her production crew, everybody. Hey, Beyonce's putting out an album and all of the videos are going to come out at the same time. Did she tell you about that? No. Right. She didn't. This is my first time hearing about it. Like, <laughs> bitch is a genius. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And you got to salute it. Like, I don't know. And again, I don't know if it's Beyonce who, who's responsible solely. I don't know if she has an amazing team. Whoever it is, they're doing a great job. Shout out to her parents, though. I think yeah. her parents have played a very, very big part in her success. Like, they've been rocking with her, like, dreams since she was small. And a lot of us cannot relate. Absolutely. Because it's a lot of us that wanted to do shit. Our parents squashed that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So shout out to her parents for yeah, kind of like. They, they the evolution of Joe Jackson. Yeah. Joe, yeah. Start, Joe started and in, 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 in they carried it and made it what it should be. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to them. Because they got Beyonce and Solange. They Imagine did big them your daughters. Wow. Them your daughters? Wow. Don't talk to me about shit. They Ain't should write you books on me. parenting. Fuck lip shits. Remember lip shits? But you know what? Regrets? Something else that their mom came out and said was they started to realize that both of their daughters had talent. Yep. Beyonce was being becoming a bigger mogul. They sent both of them to therapy. Smart. I think that that is so damn dope. And people, you know, you can watch people on social media try to, like, challenge the dynamics between Beyonce and Solange. But it right. won't stand just because they've already been to therapy to deal with that. Yep. And, you know, and, and to have the foresight to know, hey, listen, both of these. Yeah. You know and y'all be bullshitting on Solange. Solange has helped write a lot of Beyonce's stuff. Oh, no, for sure. And that's that's the crazy part. People are just like, you know, Solange is not as big as Beyonce. She really don't even have to be because she a brilliant-ass writer, for real, for real. And the thing about And it, she'll beat your ass on the elevator. That's a fact. I Gotta like know that. that. I like fuck, that. That's my type that. of bullshit. Fucking hands off my uncle. You see what I'm saying? Fuck the uncle. I like okay, I got hit with the hat. Like, cut that shit out. Nah. Sounds a little crazy. I don't like that. But no, nah, but... Uh, <laughs> but goddamn... Um, and I, I because again in, in this you can tell there was something there, right? Mm -hmm. Because of them playing a role. It's similar to like Serena and Venus, right? Like yeah. you never sense jealousy. They always supported each other. And then you hear the stories about their pops and how he moved with them. Like he didn't allow room for jealousy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He didn't allow room. Like, no, both of y'all are gonna be great. But you know you what? Know? When you think about it, when you think about the people that you know who have siblings, and if there's like any sibling rivalry, if there's like jealousy among siblings, it's because of piss poor parenting. Somewhere along the line, the parents have dropped the ball. No, and you don't like your sister because of something your mom or your dad did to make you not like your sister. Absolutely. And they kind of, you know, there there was no like reconciliation in that. There was no reinforcement in that. They just kind of let shit be. It Absolutely. falls on the parent. And they don't even know where to start to, to, to fix it. No, because sometimes when you let that shit boil and fester for yep. 10, 15, 20 years, you let her get away with everything. Yep. And that's the five-year-old you talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're six. Exactly. Yeah, you're six. What are you talking about? Everything. You you're, you don't remember everything. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Two, two years. Relax. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I think that's that, that's a very valid pair point. And, and salute to, to her parents for having the foresight to know we raising two stars. We need to get this shit situated now. Because without it, this shit can go left quick. Absolutely. Because Solange a motherfucker. Imagine Solange mad at Beyonce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Solange gonna make she she Solange gonna write some diss records on Beyonce. She gonna talk some shit. She would have. I'd listen. Cause Beyonce write diss records. Yeah, and Beyonce talk her shit. Yeah. I ain't gonna diss you on the internet. 
because my mama taught me better Come than on, that. Man. But fuck you, I don't care. First of all, I think people always talk about disc records. Survivor is, is up there, right? I mean, oh, this, absolutely. This come, I'm talking with first line. Nah, this shit out of my life. I'm so much better. Wait, wow. who the fuck are you talking to? I don't know, but I like, like don't, it. Don't Put do that, that bitch on repeat. Yeah, good lord. Like, well, excuse me. Listen, Beyonce's "Don't Hurt Yourself." When I was going through my little situation, and like, she's like, "Who the fuck do you think I is? Come you on. ain't married to no average bitch boy." Yeah. I was like, "Wow, listen." Bitch, have you been reading my diary, bitch? <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> I think one of the funniest Beyonce moments for me, though, was when, like, Beyonce dropped the race, like, ring the alarm and all that shit. And niggas was like, man, see, Beyonce got y'all out here singing all that shit. She in a happy marriage. No, the fuck she wasn't. Beyonce you didn't even know what, some yeah, real shit. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, nah, listen, I've been through this too long, and I be goddamn. She's a looney tune. Yeah, she's she, just she, like the rest she, of us. She's a little crazy. I appreciate it. I said, she Beyonce, just hides it well, because she got more money. Beyonce is a nut, too. Like, she was in that shit looking like Britney Spears. Like, oh, you, you in the you. studio singing. You gonna watch this fat ass, Twist Boy, as yeah. I bounce to the next dick boy. Like, yo, what? shut the studio down. <laughs> you said that to Jay-Z. Yo, shut the fucking she studio give a fuck down. About Nathaniel. Come on now. And damn sure you give a fuck about Shine. That's crazy. You hear Don't what I'm saying? Like that. <laughs> Don't even play like that, man. Um, speaking of icons, man, we gotta tap into a few of the celebrity deaths this year. Uh Tina Turner um passed. We learned some things about Tina after in death. How do you feel about that? I wish we were kinder to Tina. I don't think I know black folks. We laughed. Everything is funny. Yeah, like, yeah, and that's that's one of the caveats because sometimes we don't know how to turn that shit off. Right. And like when I started to read what a lot of people had to say on social media after she transitioned, it was like the things that we laughed about, the things that we thought were funny, the songs that we sing. You know how many references to "Beat It Like Ike" did Tina? You know what I'm saying? "Beat right. It Like Ike" are in right. songs that we sing or listen right. to, and it was like it's crazy because when you really take a step back, this was somebody's life. Right. Like somebody was getting beaten, you know what I'm saying, within yeah. an inch of their life. Right. And we make songs about it and yeah. we joke about it. Right. And it's like, I see why she moved Absolutely. and didn't talk to us. I see why she started her whole life over. Yeah. And and that's always, and, and like you said, to, to agree with you, I've, I've always said that while we feel as if we can say whatever we want to, to these are, and this is before social media. Yeah. Like she so she's hearing these things literally in person. Yeah. Right? Because social media obviously is a different animal. Like she doesn't have that. She's hearing this shit in person and it's yeah. affecting her, right? So for me, I think that's one of the oddest things I've seen from us as a culture is that, you know, we feel like we could just say whatever we want and the person has to deal with it. Yeah. The weirdest shit to me is online with someone uh, kind of brags about being blocked by a celebrity, a celebrity could say some wild shit. Yeah, because I'm a, first of all, I'm gonna cut your ass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna block you too, bitch. Yeah, and my thing if the celebrities in front of you, what would you, how would you be moving? You wouldn't. You wouldn't, you wouldn't take a picture. Yeah. Goopy asshole. Yeah, exactly. And if you did say it, they'd probably beat your ass. You know what you I mean? Like, knock your ass it's, out them yeah, shoes. Yeah, it's certain shit that you wouldn't even do, and it's goofy and weird to me. Like, again, like, yeah. I think that's the theme with the pod. There's a lot of nut ass shit. Like, so that's my thing. So yeah, with Tina, it bothered me. And that's why I asked that question because there was a lot of, you know, kind of pointing out flaws and, oh, she moved and she didn't like black people. Well, damn, if you got treated by black people the way she got treated by black people, you wouldn't like us either. Yeah. And it's like when you consider who Tina Turner is, like just her life in full, you get what I'm saying? Right. 
really think about all the things that she's like given to us. Like it's, it's weird how we could kind of take a mogul and just make her life, like make lyrics about her life bigger than the person. That's the part that I really didn't like. And you know, like just as a black woman, you know, like we have to kind of think through that too. And like this woman was born, you know what I'm saying? Like she from the country, like she, she black as hell. You get what I'm saying? So it's not like this isn't someone who's like white adjacent, but it makes me sad that she felt like she more so probably had to be. How big of a role do you think the movie had to play in that? I think we weren't necessarily the most mature people for the movie. We weren't. We weren't. You know what I mean? Like this is, so this is when VH1 is running What's Love Got to Do With It? The Jackson 5 story. Like, all this shit is running back to back. And again, we find something to laugh about in right. everything. So, we laughing at them kids getting beat. You get right. what I'm saying? In, yeah. the, in the Jackson 5 movie. Right. Um. So, I think that, you know, like the whole Eat the Cake anime scene. You get yep. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's, we've made kind of like a spectacle of it instead right. of just like, wow, this is really art. This is someone's life. Like, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's something to talk about. It's something to tweet about. It's something to, and we were like this before we even had social media. Absolutely. Because I mean, even, uh, who was it? Uh, was it Tito? Who left the tile in the pool? Who left the tile in the pool? Like that whole shit. Mm-hmm. With the, like, you know what I mean? And we thought it was funny. And again, a lot of this stuff, you know what I mean? We kids. And that's kind of why. Yeah. Weren't mature I, I, at yeah, all. Yeah, I want to see it. You know, I look at it two different ways. Like, yo, we were kids. We were seven, eight years old. We yeah. were getting our ass beat for doing that kind of shit. So we, you know, we laugh when our cousins get a beat. You know, you doing some, you know, do some dumb shit. I never forget my cousin beat. The, <laughs> we had a family dog in my grandma's house, and my cousin Carl no went his ass out there, beat the shit out Ginger with a stick. All my aunties whooped his ass. We thought it was funny, right? <laughs> Same thing. Like, <laughs> it was funny. Shot the dub. Um. But, yeah, so, you know, I think us being kids had a big role in it. I think also we weren't mature enough for that type of movie. And seeing it now, it's, now I know I, I was talking to one of my um, younger homeboys a couple weeks ago. And he, we were talking about scary movies. And um, I was telling him, he was like, yeah, like my girl's watching, she jumping this shit. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And I said, it's going to change, I promise you. I said, because now I'm getting older and I know I'm getting older. Because certain things disturbs me now. Yeah, for sure. Just, I'm getting, you know I me. Mean? I think at one point I was desensitized, and now that shit's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back full tilt. Like, yo, wait, I can't see. So I don't even know if I could watch a What's Love Got to Do With It now. Yeah. And I'd have like, to turn that shit off. And I don't know. I think now, like you said, definitely, like, life will teach you. So going through a domestic violence situation, i yep. probably be enraged mm-hmm. to see something like that. Going through a divorce type situation. You get what I'm saying? And like, I remember the scene from the movie and she's like, I'm keeping my name because this is my brand. Right. You know, like he wanted to take the Turner part back from her. And she's like, no, I'm keeping my name because this is my brand. And I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of like now that I'm much more mature and I can look back. It's like he wanted to take everything from her. So, no, I hope that when she passed, I hope that she was at perfect peace. I hope that she was surrounded in love because she deserved that. And unfortunately, we did not give her that and give her the flowers that she deserved when she was here. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Also, uh, celebrity death, so we're not going to get everybody, but Shaft. Yeah, that was Super sad, super sad. Um, Super sad. Who am I missing? Am I missing anybody in this? I know I'm missing a good bit of people in this. 
things. My mama was kind of blow. Yeah. 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 Really? I guess because he was like a, a black action figure to them. Yeah, just yeah, them damn sixties kids. Yeah. You get I'm what I'm saying? Say, yeah. And like when I read up on him, he was definitely resilient. You know, I remember him from Roots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I read that he had breast cancer. Mm. Yeah. So in ninety three he had a double mastectomy. So he wow. had, yeah. So men, you should also get checked for breast cancer Absolutely. because you do have breasts. They just don't grow like yeah. ours do. Um, but so yeah, he ended up having do. breast a stand with breast breast cancer and had a double mastectomy. And then he ended up succumbing to a different type of cancer later in life. But I think it was pancreatic or something like that. It's tough. It's but tough. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's super sad, super unfortunate. And um, again, like you said, man, like go get you know th- those are the things as black men, you know, we don't. Do I know for me personally, there's things that, you know what I mean? Because I ain't going to hold you. A lot of times, we just don't want. A lot of times, we know. Yeah, of course. We know. We just don't want no confirmation. Yeah. My you dad knew. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, a lot of times, we know exactly what's going on. I'm dealing don't nobody with, know you better than you. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know I, when something don't feel right. Yeah, like, I, I see it now. Dealing with my pops with, you know what I mean, with health things, you know what I mean, and it's certain I'm at a point now, we talk about parents and our parents, and I'm at a point now where things will, will go on with my dad. My mom will call me and tell me because she know I'm damn near the voice of reason now. Yeah. Like, Pop, she don't think you need to go holler at a doctor about, or she'll tell me some shit like, all right, but I'm calling. Yeah. Like, Pop, she don't think you need to, what, this is, what your neck is doing, what? You don't feel like that's something you're talking about? Like you think that's cool? Like, I don't know if that's a yeah. good look for you. You know what I mean? And it's, it's almost like they're in a space that they don't want bad news, but prevention is a lot cheaper than treatment. So it's like, go ahead and get on the front end of that. Absolutely. And that's the other part of it, too, is, you know, you get to the point where you, because a lot of, you know, especially older black folks, they'll, they'll tell you, like, you know, I'm done fighting. Yeah. You know, and, and but I think that a key component in that is getting ahead of it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Now you ain't got to fight because you caught it early. You ain't mm-hmm. got to deal with the fight. You in the fight because you waited too long. And you knew something was wrong with you. Yeah, you knew something was wrong. You didn't say shit. You just like, God damn, that shit is. So a large part of you ready yeah. to give up the fight is that it's almost like regret. You knew. You didn't say nothing. So now yeah. you just kind of like it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Damn. And then, like you said, literally that. It's like, damn, like, that should have been something, something. Fuck. Yeah. All right, well, it is what well, it is. Ah, <sighs> uh, well, huh? Not to say I got six months. Here we go. You know what I mean? So, um, in more uh, more happy news, um, Savannah native uh, Flage, you know what I mean? It was part of the LSU Women's National Championship. Little Make some noise, y'all. What the fuck? That's my new favorite drop. I <laughs> drop that shit every time. Fuck air horn. We playing sexy. Every single it. time. I love um, it. But yeah, Flage was part of the uh, the women's national championship team. Um, very, very exciting for the city, man. I love the love that out was outpoured for her. You know, after that, man. Um, you know, I mean, what did did you watch the game? Did you catch it? I did. So I am a huge basketball fan. How Donald Trump say? Huge, huge, huge. <laughs> um, and I just, I don't know. It was something about, I feel like Flaugé belonged to us, right? Yeah. Like her life is really just beginning, but it's such a full circle moment. You know, like just down to her name, her name being Flaugé after she, her dad being named Campbell Flaugé. Like, come on. Like, first of all, she her mom snapped. But <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, it's so to see like this young lady 
who the city has known. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Like we've known her dad. So to see her kind of like grow and become her own person and also like embody her dad and have a lot of his cadences in her rhymes. Yeah. Like, but to see her like in this this basketball space doing her damn thing, like she was holding it down since Sprayberry. Facts. Like facts. That's a badass girl. And she's going to go further. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So I don't know. It's just, it was like this hometown pride. I remember when LSU played South Carolina. Yeah. And so many people from the city showed up to the game in their full jerseys. Yeah. Yep. Like, I, I love this for her. And it's such a full circle moment. It's beautiful for real. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, her dad was taken away a whole lot earlier than he, you know what I'm saying? Like, he left yeah. here too soon. So to see her life kind of evolve into this thing and she's able to kind of put her dad on the platform yeah. that he should have been on. It's dope as hell. Absolutely. I wish her the best. Absolutely. Like you said, her mama didn't stand. Yo, shout out to the, her mama for having the same foresight that Tina did, right? You know what to I mean? To give her a name that she ain't got no choice but to be a star. You get what I'm right? saying? Ain't no Beyonce going to get no job at at and I'm telling you that yeah. shit right now. Yeah, she like, did You ain't got one. no choice. Like, your name is Fly J, baby. You ain't got no choice but shout to be that Kia. one. So yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> but and, and I was saying, like, I remember watching the game and just it was just special to watch. Like, she really had a little cousin. Yes. She the see the city little cousin. Like that and, and it's like literally it's like watching our little cousin turn up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, nah, go do that shit. You know what I mean? Like I remember just being in the city a few months later after and just seeing four jerseys. Yeah. All over the place. Absolutely. Like, yo, that's hard. Like I love seeing that. Hell, I still gotta get one. Like Yeah, I think and I, I think because of the city too. Yeah. It, it's kind of difficult to get us on all of us is. on the same page about a lot of shit. It is. So to see how people are like stepping behind Flage, I love that. I love that because we, we ain't playing about that one. Absolutely. And I love to see it across the board. I mean, even when we look at uh, somebody like Nolan, right? Nolan going the first yes. round to the Eagles, right? And then we see all these Nolan Smith jerseys popping up. Yes. Right? So I love seeing that for the city. And I feel like that's going to be the things that kind of bring us together like Kalen at Florida State like definitely getting drafted yes. you know what I mean in the NFL draft next year like I think like it brings back are, a level of hope to the city it like, does we definitely so in our era you know we had the Ends, the Marquise the Keys the right. who else played Prelo was playing yeah like, Prelo yeah you had all you get what I'm saying KC, so we, we like grew up yeah, yeah so Casey and we grew up seeing like all these dudes that was like dope as hell right and a lot of them didn't get the opportunities that they deserved. Right. You get what I'm saying? So to see people from the city, like, handling their business. You get Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, I remember being in high school. Like, niggas was on the news every week busting ass Absolutely. in football. You get what I'm saying? Deserved greater opportunities but didn't really have the resources. Absolutely. So when we see niggas out here that's, like, getting access to these resources – that's so damn dope. And I think it's like just bringing a different level of hope to like younger kids. Yeah, you, you can't do shit but smile. Because again, like we were the ones that were told you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. But we didn't actually see it. We were just yeah. pushing for the shit to get done. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to now these motherfuckers is doing it. It's, yeah. it's a kid. And once you see somebody do it, that shit attainable. It's a kid at Jenkins right now who just committed to play at USC. Like, boy, you're going to the University of Southern California to play football. You from Jenkins. You went to Jenkins. You off yeah. the ring. You played football in the ring. Yeah. And your ass is going all the way to L.A. You it show people that like, the it's city, amazing. the world is so much bigger than Savannah. Absolutely. And a lot of us don't get to see that or experience that. So when we got, like, like I'm saying, these little niggas, you get what I'm saying? Right. It's so many people that know, like, Nolan from when he was a jit. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Remember seeing Flage. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, remember seeing Flage. Out and about in the city. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, 
and to see them like grow into these people and they really just getting started. Right. Shout out y'all. Yeah, and then I love seeing what they're doing. Warren and all them. Like I love seeing them coming back and giving so much. Hell back. yeah. Giving helmets and bikes and all kind of shit out to these kids. Like again, being that glimmer of hope, I can't tell you how excited I am to see this next wave. Right. Oh, you know what I mean? Like these little kids. Like, let me these tell you something. Between like the River Boys and the Whippers and all the shit that yeah. I see, you know what I'm saying? The, the sons and all the stuff that I'm Come seeing on. on Facebook. And it's crazy because I went to school with a lot of y'all. Yep. And a lot of y'all was like dominating when we were in high school, middle yeah. school. Shit, when y'all was playing for Delaware and I was playing for Blackshear. You get yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Like y'all been raw. Yep. So to see that people are finally in the space to kind of be who we needed. Like y'all pouring all this shit into some some younger kids. These kids gonna be dogs for sure. And that's what I enjoy seeing, man. And that's why you know what I mean. Like just again, I shot a rail something like seeing the brother tell you like yo, these y'all boys need. I got and this reason why I move like that, cause like bro, like I remember. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I remember either seeing y'all or playing against y'all. Right, yeah. and knowing, so like I said, it's so dope to see them actually tapping into per- their purpose, because that was always the issue, right? No one was really tapping into their purpose. You may not have been the one to go to the NBA, but yeah, you could be the one to spark that. For somebody you know else. I mean? yeah, for somebody it don't, else. it don't, and I think that's the good part about when you, when you step into a coaching or a mentorship role, yep. you finally understand it's bigger than you. Like, it's a lot of niggas that's holding on. What they what they calling it? The adult pop warner. Yeah. <laughs> Don't start that shit. Don't start that shit on this podcast. God damn it. But a lot of you get what I'm saying? So when you talk about people like Rel, like Rel mom played softball with my mom. Yep. You get what I'm saying? We yep. was out there at Soldier Field together. So yep. it's like something that's kind of like in him because his mom was a hell of a basketball player. Hell of a softball player. You get what I'm saying? So it's like when you see that, and then she has Rail. So, you know, Rail, he go out and he dominated in high school. Yep. He busting ass on the field. He dominating on the basketball court. And you get what I'm saying? Sometimes life give us unfavorable. You get what I'm saying? Shit don't go the way we want it to go, but Absolutely. then you have kids. And you introduce your kids to that, and you introduce somebody else's kids to that. Sometimes it may not be the, the way you envisioned it for yourself. Right. But sometimes you're here for somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah. And just shout out to all the niggas in the city that didn't get the opportunities that they deserve, but are just fully committed to making sure somebody else's child get that opportunity. Absolutely. God going to bless you for absolutely. real, for real. No, absolutely. When that child get opportunity, let that child shine. Yeah. About you. And them kids not going, them kids not going to forget you though. Not at all. And that's the part you get. I'm saying that matters. I think sometimes niggas can't see beyond themselves. Yep. And they want to make a little nigga come up. They come up too. Right. When it's really like you just got to give them the tools to do what it is that they need to do. And when it's time, you get what I'm saying, when the yeah. interviewers start asking questions, how yep. did you how did you get this? And they and they, they these kids start talking about a coach they had from Pop Warner Absolutely. or a coach they had. You get what I'm saying that pulled them to the side or a coach that poured into them when their daddy was incarcerated or do you know they had other stuff going on like kids don't remember who was there. So you got to do your best. Absolutely. And that's the biggest thing like I said, it's like you said, I can't say it any better is Step out of the way when it's time for that kid to shine. Like, you did your job. Absolutely. Right? Like, your parents put you in a certain position, right? And when it's your turn, they move out of the way, right? Do the same for these kids. And that's the one thing I'm really worried about, right? I, I, I salute what a lot of these guys are doing, man. I really, really do. But I also see a, a, a lane where it can go left. And I'm praying because mm-hmm. I see a lot of stars, yeah, like just, just, and it's not even just on the field, just off the field. Like, yeah. nah, that boy makes straight A's. 
And that, that little boy, nigga don't owe you nothing. Yeah, that little boy got straight A's. That little boy personality is out of this yeah. world, right? Like, yo, that little boy gonna be special. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, don't dim that. Because you feel like he you. owe you something. Yeah, like, boy, nigga, I took you to practice. Nigga, all our coaches took us to practice. Yeah. We know I mean, that that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, we're supposed to do. Everybody always said, if you can play, nigga, you got to ride. It's always been, it's you always, it's been the joke. It's been a running joke since when I played. If you was nice, oh, you got to ride to practice. But if you get to, to the game, oh, no, you got to ride. Your mama got to work. Yeah. Oh, you ain't saying shit to me. Your mama got to work. Okay. It is all what right. it is. Where you live at? I'm and we're going to find you, you a ride. <laughs> and we're going to feed you. Yeah, we're going to find you a ride. We're going to feed you. We're going to do all that good shit, man. But, but again, salute because now we're seeing the fruits of that labor in the Nolans, in the Kalins, in all of these guys, man. Tyrone, you know, all these boys who who making these moves. Tyrone in the training camp with the Chiefs. Like, like all these guys. Yeah. Davion, even out of Liberty County. Davion is playing for the Kings, right? Like, we're seeing the fruits of that labor now. You know what I'm saying? And, and Savannah has far too much talent for this not to be the norm. And that's what it's kind of turned into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I spoke to her before on the podcast that, hell, in high school football, two of the top five quarterbacks in the country play in Savannah. Mm. In the country play in Savannah. One's in BC and one's at, uh, one's at Calgary. One's going to Tennessee. One's going to Florida State. Like, that's dope. Hell, yeah. You know what I mean? That's dope to say that you can, in, in Savannah, Savannah, Georgia, two of the top five quarterbacks in the entire country play right here, around the corner from each other. Oh, yeah, because it's definitely something in the water. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's different down here. It's different smoke down here, and they've shown what given opportunities can grant. And I think another thing is, like, now that I'm a parent and my daughter is starting to, like, express interest in different things, mm-hmm. let, your, let your children take their own path. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, Sometimes absolutely. we try to live vicariously through our children. Right. And my mom was a hooper. So my mom got like all these awards and medallions from Savannah High. My mom was that girl. Yeah. And her sister. Absolutely. Got a scholarship at Savannah State. Was that girl at yeah. Savannah State. So there was so much pressure on me to be a ball player. Right. And it was cool. You know, like I enjoyed it. But there was this pressure to like for me to be just like my mom in that right. space. Yeah. And I was a nerd. So I was just like, <laughs> mom, <laughs> I want to go do science experiments. <laughs> what am I now? A scientist. Right. But uh-huh. you get what I'm saying? Like let your children let their let their passion for things like evolve and let them grow into who it is they want to be. And I think the other part of that is if you find out that your baby wants to go out there and play football or they want to play basketball or whatever it is, invest in that. Absolutely. They should be going to camps. Yep. They should have a coach. They should be training when it's off season. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like you have to, you have to feed that beast year round. And I, I just wish that more parents, I understand finances considered, right. but I wish more people took advantage of those resources because Absolutely. that's where the shit matters. That's how you really build it. That's how you build the monster. Yeah. And to be honest with you, like you said, like, you know, finances could be an issue, but Hey, YouTube is free. YouTube, YouTube is free. free. So hop your ass right on YouTube and find everything that he. Because guess what these trainers doing? That's take exactly little, what they t- doing. A little secret, and then they getting <laughs> their ass on Amazon. Tell you exactly what they doing. They taking their ass on YouTube. They get no Amazon. They ordering that shit. They see on YouTube, right? It's all the same shit. It's a, it's a little funny little secret for that. So yeah, absolutely, I, I agree, man. Like shit today, you know what I mean? My nephew uh, is in town. You know what I mean? They uh, stays his, his parents stationed in Hawaii. They in town for Christmas. Nephew want to hit the gym. Say less. Let's go. Yeah. Had a nephew in the gym for a couple hours. Put him through a workout. All that good shit. Why? Because that's what he wanted to do. That I'm not forcing it on him. I'm not saying, hey, boy, you you this size, you that size. You need to be doing X, Y, and Z. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, this is what he wants to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I asked him, hey, what you, uh, you doing with football? Oh, well, you know, actually, I kind of want to start playing again. If that's what you want to do, do Run it. it. Don't do it because Unc played. You know what I mean? Don't play basketball because your daddy played. Don't play football because your uncle. Nah, do it because you want to do it. I said, well, shit, you can run track if you want to. Go yeah. play soccer? Go play soccer. Want to do baseball? Do whatever you want to do, right? Yeah. God has given you a talent to be athletic and all these things. Like, go do what you want to do because we behind you 100%. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what's important. Like, like you said, support your kids. Stop trying to force them to be whatever. And it's not just athletics, right? Like, you know, yeah. if, you, if you were a band parent, stop trying to force your son to play the fucking trombone. Like, whatever it is, like, let these kids be themselves because they've shown what it looks like when you let yeah. them just be them and shine. Like and evolve we, into who they're going to be. Like, yeah. we evolved. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we completely different than, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and our parents, and we're granted opportunities our parents want granted. Like, I think it's so dope that B's playing piano. I think that's the dopest shit in the world to me, right? Like, ain't too many little black girls playing piano. I didn't know any that was playing piano. And it's wild to me because... That's not really an avenue that was open for me right. when I was a child. You yeah, know, it was absolutely. like it was basketball or nothing. Exactly. It exactly. was it was hoop or nothing. Right. So it's like the fact that my daughter is like expressing interest in piano. Yep. And she's like, and after this, I want to learn how to play the violin and the electric guitar. I'm like, shit, we about to. Hey, <laughs> let's shit. get it. What you want to do? What you want to do? <laughs> shit, turn up. Let's get it. We'll be a one man band. What's the little shit? With the man got a little, you know, all the little instruments. <laughs> Hey, turn up. She got a little accordion and everything. Yeah, you know what I'm so it's like, but I'm giving her the space yep. to to explore that. Because some days, you know, I'm asking, like, you still, you know, you still on the piano kick? Yep. Like, if you don't want to do this no more, I don't want you to feel like you're pressured. Right. Now, we're not just going to quit yeah. because it's hard. Right. But if it's not something that you, gen like, if you genuinely don't have any interest in this anymore, yep. let's move on to something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and I think it, it's a... It's dope because you're doing two different things. One, you're supporting your kid, right? Supporting your child. But also, you're leaving room for failure, Absolutely. right? Let's say at some point it gets to be where, mm, I'm not good at this. I want to try all these things, but this just ain't for me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Cool. You tried it. It didn't work out. You weren't that good. You don't want to do it anymore. That's fine, but you tried it. You put your all into it. It just wasn't your lane, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But allowing that failure. I think that's one thing that, we tend to try to avoid prevent. It's, it's, you can't prevent the fall. yeah you can't stop that like that that honestly i always i said this as a kid right and growing up i played for the stars and i said and most of us that play science say that shit we grew to hate losing more than we enjoyed winning but yeah. that shit carried us so far because we just didn't like fucking up yeah like we hated losing we hated missing shots we hated missing tackles we hated Failing tests. We hated all that. We hated that way more than I like getting 100 on this test or winning this game. Like, that was yeah. normal. That's what we always did. But it's when we That was the standard. Up. Yeah, the fuck up was a burn. I don't right? want to get comfortable with yeah, losing. Exactly. Like, yeah. I never want to feel that. I don't want to feel like, oh, well, we'll get him next week. Yeah, no. Fuck nah, that. Nah, nah, this, I wanted this today. Yeah. I didn't care about next week. Fuck next week. Like, I wanted this right now. So, and I feel like that's important with it. You know, with any and everything that, that we do, we carry that shit. With this podcast shit, like, yo, Gonna do this shit till I feel like, and this shit ain't done. But I'm gonna say, I tried. Yeah. We shit, 100 something episodes in. God damn it, we tried. We, we tried. You know what I mean? Put yeah. shit together. If it work, it work. If it don't, it don't. But I feel like that's that that's the one thing that we can't hide from these kids. One thing that we need to keep pushing on to these kids like, yo, it's okay to fail. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? When I was training, when I was working with Carter earlier, Carter missed a shot. I mean, damn. 
Like, bro, like, next it's shot. You gonna be, you ain't gonna get make it every damn shot. Time. Yeah, exactly. Go get the next one. Go score again. You gonna score again. Guess what? You missed that here. Shoot it again. You know what I mean? And like, that's what you feed. Yeah. You have to feed that hunger. Like, you don't want to... Like, when you're working with these kids, eventually, like, the passion that you have for it, if you're doing what you're doing the right way, mm-hmm. the passion that you have for it is contagious. Yep. And when you get to the point that you're working with young people and they will knock down a wall for you, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people understand that, especially, like, with these dudes that's coaching. Like, this is not just something to do. Right. This ain't something just to take up time. Like, when you got to consider what these kids going home to, what their home life looks like, like, this is a, an outlet and an avenue for them the same way it was for us. Like, and I think at the end of it, you get them saying, when it's time for right. us to go, we want to leave here empty. So, no, pour all of that into them kids and that passion is definitely going to be contagious but like when you that that feeling that you have when you lose or that feeling that you have when you miss a shot that's the hunger that you want to stay there absolutely because that's what's gonna make you better you can't lose that and that's the biggest thing you can't lose that like don't get rid of that be be upset that you missed it but channel that energy in the proper place absolutely i'm not so sad that i missed this shot i'm never gonna shoot the ball again and my head not in the game no more exactly like it's not that i I, i'm not gonna be so mad that i made a mistake that i don't even want to try no i'm I'm so mad i made this mistake that i'm not gonna make this mistake again yeah because guess what i missed that shot but I'm on your ass in this defense. Exactly. You feel me? I'm going to get that back. Yeah. I'm going to get that back. Cool. Don't worry about it. Like, I remember one of my favorite things with Carter was watching him. Um, they were in the championship game over the summer. And Carter was shooting some free throws. And the crowd booing. I mean, it was, he's 12. Mm-hmm. The crowd booing. He was 11 at the time. But they booing, 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 all this shit, making all this noise, stuff in the, in the stands. Carter made that damn free throw, looked at the crowd. Just the crowd and all that shit. I said, yeah. that's the fuck I like to see. <laughs> yeah, like, talk yeah. your shit, young I blood. told him, I said, hey, hey, I see you be talking that shit. Yeah. I said, don't stop. Don't stop. He looked and said, hey, don't stop. Period. I said, tell him. I said, I said, look, as long as you backing that shit up, as long as you ain't one of these ones that just talk and ain't about shit, I said, as long as you're here eating, keep talking. And I think one of the greatest gifts that I've seen from, like, so my mom knows Doug Williams very well. My mom knows Coach Tim Jordan very well. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. All of them grew up around the yeah. same time in the city. And, like, something that my mom used to push on me, something that, you know, like, I learned from, like, Ian and and Coach Jordan is, like, exhaustion will make a fool out of you if you let it. You got to be able to think through being tired. Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn how tired you are. The play is the play. Run the shit. I don't give a damn how tired you are. You have to be able to think. And I think that, you know, I mean, a lot of these niggas didn't really play football. That's coaching <laughs> football. But that's a conversation for another time. Ooh, but Ooh, <laughs> I think that those down. are certain things that, you know what I'm saying? They need to be teaching these kids, though. Yeah. You got to know how to master your emotion even when you exhaust it. You got to know how to master strategy even when you exhaust it. And right. that's the shit that builds, like, undeniable talent. That's yeah. the shit that's going that's, that's that. That's how you get your flages. That's how you get your Nolans. That, you get what I'm saying? Yep. So yeah, best man. wishes to y'all boys that's coaching yeah, these absolutely. kids. Yeah, man. Do your best. Take them lessons. You said a word. Uh, oh, Lord. I, I, and you, it's funny because I think about things that we were taught. I never forget we were playing um, when I was playing for the Stallions. So I was 11 at this time. And I remember we played against FAM. And uh, Coach Armstrong called timeout. Pulled us all over to the side and said, don't turn around. He said, how much time left on the clock? What quarter are we in? 
went down is ain't nobody had a fucking answer, right? Yeah, because you he niggas said, just out there playing ball. Yeah, yeah so y'all just out here just running around. No strategy. So y'all don't know shit. Y'all didn't, he didn't cuss because he never cussed us, but he like, y'all don't know nothing. Like, y'all just out here just running around for fun. Y'all on recess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why do y'all not know this, right? But ever since then, literally, if me, I've always been, I was a badass kid, but it always just took me one time. I never made the same yeah. mistake twice. Now, I'll fuck up a lot, but never did the same way. Like, I may try to do the same thing just different ways because I still want what I want, but I'm never going to fuck up the same way twice. You know, the same concept with this. So you saying that it's true because, again, when you're tired, and that's a life lesson. Like, yeah. taking off of the field and off of the court. Exhaustion will make a fool out of you if you let it. I'm in school and I'm tired as fuck. Who gives a fuck about you being tired? Yeah, is the paper due or not? The shit gotta get done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's an all nighter, brother. You up all night? Yeah, yeah. I know you got you got class eight. It's two. You ain't going to bed tonight. Yeah, and like you said, those are transferable skills. So the same way after a game, you gonna study film. You need to study your school material. You get what I'm saying? And I think that that's the part that I love about sports. Mm -hmm. There's so many life skills that are like adaptable. Absolutely. It's shit that you learned when you was playing for the Stallions that stick with you to this Absolutely. day. You getting what I'm saying? Absolutely. Shout out to everybody that was up under Coach Colo that played that back, because sure, y'all know what time it is. You <laughs> get what I'm saying? Is. But like, it's shit that he used to say that still like just stick with me. It's stuff that, man, we was down in WWR practicing. When I was down at hoop school, you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. still shit that like, even though I didn't stick with hooping, it's still shit that stick with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like It's just, again, things that you hear, things that are said that, Damn, it's applicable that. in more ways and, than one life why, skills and that's why i bunk for not just sport just just any uh extracurricular activity right because it's things it's disappointment in that it's failure in that it's winning in that it's encouragement in that it's all of the things it's being a team player it's learning how to work it's learning to win and take character yeah exactly it's learning when to take control when to learn to step back it's all of these things you learn by doing these things and getting out and doing some shit Right, and that's the biggest part is getting out and doing some shit. So again, like you said, I really do salute all y'all boys as you know what I mean, doing what y'all doing. And young ladies, there's a lot of people out here who 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 have a big hand on what the boys doing who may not be coaches. You know what I'm saying? So salute uh to them for that, man, because yeah. it's needed. It's needed yeah. in the city, respect it in the city, you know what I mean? And don't feel like your, your efforts are going um, you know what I'm saying, unnoticed because they are. Hell yeah. Um that's good shit, boo. Yeah, man. So uh Want to tap in? Do you do New Year's resolutions? As I've gotten older, I've kind of transitioned from them. Realize they're bullshit too. Yeah, because <laughs> life comes. No matter which way you you get, what I'm saying, no matter like whatever seat you have at the table, life is going to come. Absolutely. And sometimes you get, what I'm saying, like your your moods change, your emotions change, your desires change. So it might be something that you thought you wanted on December 31st mm -hmm. that maybe March. 15th comes around and you're like, eh, maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> this ain't that. Absolutely. You know, so I think that there are, when it comes in terms of like goals and stuff for the new year, I don't really like dwell in that space. I know that yeah. there are things that I would like to accomplish, whether it might be like a financial goal or something like that, but I don't, I don't hold myself to too strict of a standard because yeah. honestly, in this economy and the way everything is going, like niggas really just trying to survive. Exactly. Exactly. And I think and I'm the same way. I used to set these new year resolutions and say, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. But then I started really thinking about it. And, um, and I mentioned this book all the time, atomic habits that I, I've been reading. I ain't finished yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't read it for the last year. Um, but one of the main lessons in is, is the process. And I speak about processes a lot. You know what I mean? So for me, I don't necessarily think about this is what I want, right? Or I'm going to do this. I'm mm -hmm. going to, I think more so 
my end goal is that. So for me to get that, I need to do X, Y, and Z, right? So I'm going to look forward to doing, uh, I know one, one point they made is talking about going to the gym, right? And instead mm-hmm. of saying, I got to go work out today. Like, instead of saying, I got to go work out, you say, I get to work out. Today. I get to do because you right. get an opportunity. Exactly, it's, it's an opportunity, not an every, obligation. Exactly, and that literally is what the words they use is using things and saying things are more so opportunities. I get to go do this today, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I said like so. For me, I'm looking forward to doing this, this, and this, right? Yeah. And in doing that, and if I do those things by the end of the year, right, I'll be exactly where I want it to be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I think that's what's most important. So, you know, and so for people who are listening, man, setting these New Year's goals, everyone wants to go to the gym. Everybody wants that summer body. Everybody wants, you know what I mean, all With the With all the respect, take that shit to Planet Fitness. Because yeah, nah, for real. Yeah. you in the motherfucking way. Yeah, please, please, shit. please. No, nah, real shit. You just started <laughs> not, and that's a very fair point. If you just starting off, man, go to Planet Fitness, man. Please. Thank nah, you. No, for real. Like, Thank, you. Thank you. Like, no, like. Seriously. Appreciate you, big dog. Yeah, see, that's why I get cameras back in here. I'm not smiling. <laughs> like, see, I would look dead in that camera. Like, yo, listen, bro. Like, I'm not playing with you. Like, thank you. Because get the fuck out of the way. Like, it's nothing worse. Nothing worse than, oh, Lord, you done hit a button. Yo, ain't nothing worse from trying to get my workout in and you in the way doing goofy shit. Some shit you done saw. Yeah, Somebody doing on Instagram. Some one leg hippity hoppity yeah, shit. You about yeah. to, first of all, you about to tear your ACL. Right. And your MCL. Come on. <laughs> you about to be out for the whole season. Bullshit. Doing, yeah, doing curls in the squat right. Get your goofy ass. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Keep it real shit. simple. But yeah, take that shit to Planet Fitness. Yeah, please do that. Do that. Get them Trevor. They got one for they got plenty. They got plenty. Yeah, man. So, 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 so do that, man. So, um, I think we covered a good bit. Anything we missed? No, I think that's I think that's it. I'm kind of just sitting with you know, the stuff that I want to accomplish yeah. next year. But I ain't holding myself to too tough of a standard. Like, everybody out here just trying to make it. Yeah, um, Whatever I make on the vision board, I've kind of vowed to myself that that's going to be private. Yeah. Um, Just because I think sometimes we get so eager to share things with people. And, you know, they can kind of speak fear. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they haven't been exposed or they're intimidated by the things that you're after. So whatever I write down, you get what I'm saying? Like the things that I want God to do for me, not so much as goals that I want to achieve for myself. Yeah. I'm going to write those things down and keep those things private and kind of pray over those things. I actually found a sticky note from 2019 um, where I said I want to have X amount of dollars to be able to tithe. Right. I want to be with coworkers that are kind and considerate. And, like, I just found that sticky note. It's 2023. <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and it's just like, that's all I was asking God for? God was right. like, that's it? That's all you wanted? Right. Because he's done exceedingly and abundantly more than what I that's wrote it. on that sticky note, of course. Come on, come on but, now. yeah, so it's like that type of stuff, I'm into that type of stuff. So I'm definitely going to keep whatever it is me and God discuss these next few days about yeah. what's in store for me in 2024. That's going to be between me and him. But yeah. the resolutions, eh, not so much. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think my last few days of this year, man, I really, because I don't really like getting wrapped up in this new year, this new year. That, and then I, I yeah. say that. The only thing I'm really worried about is, you know, your body count yeah. reset yeah. on January 1st. Do it. Yeah. It say do. less. Say less. It, re, it reset on the new year. Yeah. So well, you back you back at zero. You know, I've been out the way. My body count been one fish. Oh, yeah. You know, so, well. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. everybody doesn't have that. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's been, it's been a long road. <laughs> you know, I understand. Long, yeah, it's been a long. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, absolutely. So like for me, I, I and I don't want to sound like a hotel, but you know, I really don't kind of factor in time, um, in my goals as a pair as opposed to just really just getting there. But I agree. I think these next few days, I'm really focusing on kind of centering myself a little bit. Um, really reflecting on, on the last six, 12 months. Yeah. You know, um, I really, that's really been my thing lately is, all right, a year from now, a year from, or well, a year ago, where was I at? Mm-hmm. Where am I now? Mm-hmm. Let's track our progress. What were what we doing, right? Like I like I like that way yeah. more than resolutions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's kind of look like, because it's, it's easier now, right? Like, it's tangible. It's metrics. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I know beginning of last year, I wanted to make more money. Well, did you? Yeah. Simple, right? These mm-hmm. are yes or no questions. This is black and white. This is easy, right? How did you measure your success last year? At the beginning of the year, how would you measure successful year? Yeah. X, Y, and Z. Cool. Did you do that? No. Might not have been the best year for you by your standards. Right? And that's all that matters. And we always talk about being broke, right? And how people say I'm broke as opposed to your broke. Your broke and my broke, we do different brokes, right? Yeah. My Bill Gates broke compared to my broke. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's different. It's insane. Right. I would love to have a Bill, you know what I mean? Like his yeah. broke is probably, you know, my wildest dreams, right? But again, it is you know what I mean? So it's all relative. So for me, Again, I kind of like measuring myself. I'm real, you know, big on self-reflection and, and knowing what I want and being honest about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the things I wanted and not kind of, you know, moving goalposts to feel better about myself. You know yeah. what I mean? Being very honest and transparent with myself because I can't do that with others if I'm not honest with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then so, we're looking at you, Kaka. Like, exactly. First of all. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, you, yeah, nigga, that's why you can't get right. You lie to yourself. And you see what I'm saying? You, you lying nigga. to me. Like, yeah, what? lying ass nigga. Like, it's what you do. You know what I mean? So I think those are the biggest things for me. But definitely self reflection. I'm going to work on writing things down more. Mm. Uh, earlier this year, my mom got me a journal. Ooh, there's um, a scripture for that. Yeah, we had a conversation real good. Probably, one of, probably the deepest conversation I ever had with my mom. I had with her a few months ago. And we talked about literally everything. I mm-hmm. mean, everything. And one thing that she did was she gave me a journal. And she wanted me to just write in the journal. And she gave me, the journal was accompanied by a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted me to read the book. The book was kind of talking about journalism, journaling. journaling. Mm-hmm. And the person who wrote the book's uh, journey to journaling. Jesus, okay. a lot of J's and that shit. Yes, it is. Um, it has been helpful. Right. So I think that's something I want to focus a lot more on because I feel like that will help me really kind of put my thoughts out there. That way I'm not just sitting with my thoughts. It's I, a great way to track your progress. And when yeah. you, that's the thing I love about like writing things down, you know, Bible say, write the vision, make it plain. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like the beautiful thing about writing things down, just like I wrote down a sticky note. Yeah. It was like an idea that was in my head. Yeah. When you write it down on paper, you have something that you can trace. Yeah. Like, wow, I said I was going to do this, and this is what, you know, like, yep. this is the fruit that I have from writing this thing on the paper. So, now it's, 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 it's beautiful to get whatever's going on in your head onto a piece of paper. It don't even have to make sense. It could be three, four years from now. Yeah. Because that stuff that I wrote on that sticky note, yep. it was like, Oof. right. That it was such a big deal. Right. Like, I wrote that during the pandemic. So, when I wrote that, that was such a big deal. Like, the salary and all of that that I wrote down. Like, I make way more than what I wrote on that paper. Yep. And it's crazy because it was the fact that I could even conceive that thought to begin with. Yep. But now, I know for 100% that it's possible. 
Yeah, I'm about to go right, I go right in them motherfuckers. Stick a note. You hear me? You feel? You know what I'm saying? Because again, like you said, like it, 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 it also can show you how to not be so hard on yourself. Absolutely. Um, I too have a sticky note that I put in my wallet. That it's funny, you know, Ali nothing said that that I wrote during the pandemic that I want to make X amount of money and blah 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 blah. And I'm looking at now like I just turned the job down making X amount of dollars. Like, yeah. so I'm like, damn, like, during the pandemic, got to do a backflip for that. You get what I'm saying? Let me get that. And now here I am out of it making more. And it's like, well, shit, nigga, that's what, and like you said, it's literally like God's looking at like, boy, that's, that's all you it. want. You got some more work to do. This is what I'm going to do. Let me, because you need to, I, I, I got more for you, son. Listen, and like a little gem, and like, I wrote this in my journal a while ago. It's like, why am I asking the guy who owns a cattle on a thousand hills? Why am I begging him for crumbs? Oh, Lord. So it's like, God owns all this stuff, right? Right. He literally owns all of it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, God, if you just give me an $125,000 salary, pop, I'll be, I'll be, you know, just maybe. Pop and he's me like, that, pop, yeah, pop me peace. Yeah, pop yeah me just, peace. just pop me a little peace, a little Jesus. And corn. it's crazy because he's like, you want 125? That's crazy because. I got 185 over here for you. You want that? Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? And it's just like, mm-hmm. and this is just really only the beginning. So yeah. it's, yeah, man. Listen, if you're listening to this, whatever dreams and goals and visions that you have for yourself, maybe reconsider putting them down as resolutions and just long-term goals and things that you want for yourself, the things that you see for yourself. Because I think once you get those things out of your head, you kind of put them into the atmosphere. Absolutely. And you give something, you give God something tangible to work with. Wow. I love how diverse we are, we are here. Come on now. Come on now. Praise ah, the Lord. Ah, this, ain't, this, ain't, this ain't a regular podcast. Now. <laughs> this is also true. This is why we drop on Sunday. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Come on now. Get your gospel from the Lord and your gospel from us, man. That's what we do. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, man, that was episode one. Oh, Lord, it's bad. Episode 128, 129. It's an episode. You'll see the number at the top of the Untitled Podcast, man. This was your year end, end, year end review. Yeah. As we discussed, man. Year review with Boob and School. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Um, Again, Tip, appreciate you. As always, no problem, my nigga. No me, problem. Yes, sir. Ain't <laughs> nobody I'd rather end the year with than with my dog, man. So it's been an absolute pleasure talking yeah. shit with you yeah, always, over these always. past few podcasts. Oh, yeah. Um, you remember, girls, don't be going out saying about these niggas. Yeah, it is. Don't be doing nothing stupid, like to jeopardize your freedom. You feel me? Unless they my niggas. Y'all well, sad. well, in, sad. in that case, be sad for my dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck y'all, me. Have a blast out here, man. Hey, but now nah, real shit, man. Uh, New Year, uh, y'all enjoy this shit, man. Don't be too hard on yourself, but keep shit pushing always for you know how you rock around here. Um, again, I appreciate everybody fucking with us first time, last time. I always love when it's side. As usual, we fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't, don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. That's a fact, man. So until next time, you already know. Sir. I cut them bitches off when the ball drop. New year, new money, then the car drop. New money, let them drugs drop. Cut them niggas off when the ball drop. Cause them real niggas ain't hate. And them hating niggas ain't real. And baby, I can help your situation. No time smoking medication. Yeah. This
set new year resolution. We gotta be the winners cause the rest is losing. I told him get money, that's the best podcast. Ooh, give me some more flavor. Make some noise, y'all. What the fuck?